There were a, a couple of good games, but man. Yeah. Uh, they kind of drag forever. Thank you for <laughs> your sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, I, I've, I've never streamed or rather like recorded lying on my back on a bed with you guys in my ears. It feels kind of dirty. I think people oh, get yeah. paid for this shit. They really should pay, yeah. <laughs> no, this, this actually, like, I never realized this. Like, if you lie down and have yeah. a mic in front of your head and you talk to other people, it feels like you're... I don't know, maybe I'm completely off the track here. <laughs> <laughs> it's good though. Oh, guys, guys, what have you been up to? Uh, Kai just already yeah. told me. He, he, I, he's was streaming like modern. Like, yeah, dude. Because you guys made me to, right? Because no, you said, said he, you, you offered yourself. I... I was like, but, yeah, cool, sweet. No, I like usually. So here's here's a question. So if you have like, you know, if you get a meal and then you have like tomato, like tomato, no, potatoes on potatoes. it. Potatoes. Potatoes. And, and a super juicy steak. Like, would you rather eat the steak first and then the potatoes or vice versa? Like, do you always eat the good, the good stuff first and then leave the bad stuff for the no, end I, or vice versa? I have versa? bad stuff first, but I do it in a mix. So I like, I'll have a potato, then I'll have a bit of steak, then I'll have a potato, then I'll have a bit of steak. And then I'll, I'll end with the steak. So you do like half bad. it's supposed to be used. But I also like, I usually eat like the side dish and then I, I move to the big stuff. Really? Okay. Yeah. I guess then we're on the same page because uh, that's why I picked Modern for this time so I can finally play some Legacy in the Team <laughs> Trials and for the, the uh, probably in the summer or whenever is the next time is for the, for yeah, the next season. Yes. Right? I mean, but, yeah, it, it, it's kind of weird. Like the one in March is actually supposed to be winter and the one we attended in December was supposed to be autumn. Like there, there's somewhat of the, like it feels like we're right. switching to a different calendar. Dude, it's, it's Italy. Like who cares, dude? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's literally whatever. But like, you know, I, so I streamed some modern like until uh, like, yeah, like later this afternoon and damn, this I, I feel like every single game goes like to, to extra turns, I feel. Like there's like so, like a lot of cards in modern kind of drag the game for another five, ten minutes and so on and so forth. Why don't a you lot of play cards like Belcher or something? Yeah, maybe I should, I really should because I picked up, Merc is it Merktide, which is kind of the go-to deck for legacy players? <sighs> but I don't know, man. I, th I think there are like so many cooler things to can Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, aren't there like supposed to be like two top decks or something in modern? I I only read the headlines about it and then I try try to pretend that I know something about the format. I, I know that Motide and Hammer Time is the top ones. Yeah. I mean, Cascade is also pretty good. Like any yeah. Cascade deck, yeah. There is actually there's like yeah, I think Hammer and Motide are kind of the top, and then there's a ton of decks which are like good as well. As like Yorgmoth is very good as well. As there's just there's a lot of uh, viable decks, but right. But the problem is that you're like most players are like, including myself, like I'm probably too stupid for more than half of those decks. Like, I don't think I can properly uh, pilot a Yagmoth deck. Well, I think you're too stupid, yes, so but also you, like, I think, you need, you need I think, the experience. I think if I play that deck, I think all my undying creatures would actually just, just die. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that reminds me so much of when I played my first paper tournament with uh, Scapeshift. Like I want to say, like eight years ago or something, I went for Scape Shift, and maybe I told the story before. I resolved Scape Shift, and then I looked at my hand and was like, okay, let's just actually also fix my mana by resolving Scape Shift. And I got like four breeding pools and like all the blue and white lands <laughs> and blue and green. And, and my opponent was sitting there, and he felt so embarrassed, and, and he yeah. just told me, "Those are not mountains." I'm like, oh my fucking god! Then I untapped and Scape Shifted again and won. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. Legacy Player walks into a, in a, into a modern deck. To be fair, though, <laughs> that was when Dig Through Time was legal, and that was the most broken modern deck I ever played. 
Scapeshift of Dick Through Time. Can you imagine? Oh, was it? It, it looks. It sounds pretty powerful. Yeah. Was it like yeah. kind of like a control deck with a combo finish or? Pretty much, right? You didn't even care. Like it's basically like Show and Tell and Legacy. Like if they counter your Scapeshift, that's perfect because then your Show and Tell is probably gonna resolve. Uh, your your Dick Through Time is probably gonna resolve. Oh, and vice versa. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> I dig. I dig it. I literally dig it. It's yeah. just the same as casting two Scapeshifts. <laughs> yeah, but one of them is only two mana and instant True. speed. Yes. Like you go end of turn dig through time into scape shift and they gotta counter both right. kinda. Mm-hmm. Dude, and there's no pyroblast in modern. Ooh ooh. Oh by the way guys, uh, I I'm not casting from a hotel room this time. Yeah, you sound pretty crisp what happened. Uh, do I? Oh yeah. yeah. That, that, that's probably like my trade fair voice. Like for two weeks straight, I've been talking for eight hours every single day and then afterwards trade fair parties and stuff. No, I'm actually I'm staying at a friend's house in, in Düsseldorf. And so technically I'm not casting from a hotel room anymore. Nice. So hey. Congrats, <laughs> yeah, congrats. Yeah, dude, we've been selling so much Kenya, it's insane. It's completely insane. Can um, I buy one percent of Kenya? Uh you need to marry a Kenyan woman, I believe, or Kenya. Actually, I'm not even sure. Like can you I mean that's the uh, easy part, right, Callum? No, I'm yes. just saying, like, I know a lot of a lot of guys actually like who own Safari Lodges, they got married to a Kenyan girl. Like I, I have no idea. Maybe maybe it's for love, but it, it yeah, it probably was. But there, there's some ownership thingies about owning Kenyan property. I think it's in Tanzania. It's a lot stricter. But you, we we can find a way. If, if we all chip in together, we can buy like one. Like imagine if we bought the everyday turn and safari pack. I would take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. Uh, it's it's amazing, dude. Also. At some point, you run to so many people, and, and you get the weirdest. Like, I, I get an email today from a um, from a potential guest, and I hope he, uh, he's not listening to it. He sent me an email, and he's like, "Okay, so me and my dude are coming to your hotel." I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 That's the weirdest way to, to phrase it. But yeah, uh, dude, you also you meet so many amazing people at these trade Did- fairs. Yeah, didn't you mention that uh, like I'm one of those guys that was also a listener to, of the podcast? Dude, oh, shoutouts to... As he was walking away, I wanted to stop him and ask him for his name again. Now I couldn't shout him out. Uh, dude, I'm so sorry I, I didn't catch your name. Send it to me on every kind of, I don't know, communication device. He told me he was involved with like, like sailing. That's also why he was at the trade fair because it was like a big... Basically the biggest uh, tourism consumer trade fair in Germany at least. And yeah... <laughs> <laughs> All my colleagues at the trade fair um, actually asked me, hey, send me your podcast, send me your podcast. If, if people, people actually hit you up just because of your podcast, I want to listen to it. I'm like, okay, you're, you're probably not going to understand anything, but hey, we have this German-Japanese guy talking about Japan for the first couple of minutes, so check that out. Oh, that's me. Yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the last episode. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm going to follow. I'm going to uh, do one more trade show day tomorrow and then I'm going to go home on Sunday. And after another week, I'm going to go to Hamburg. And I hope that's trade fair season thus far this year. Oh, is it like a month of just non-stop trade fairs it could be like today i was talking to even more people and they recommended so many different trade fairs so next year we're gonna do the same schedule but we're also gonna have utrecht in the netherlands and we're gonna have probably maybe singapore uh, right, right in singapore <laughs> <laughs> and there's oh zurich in switzerland and you could literally fill two and a half months like traveling salesman kenyan salesman or something this is gonna be a really stupid question maybe but like who are the people that go to these things? Like how much of the people there is people selling stuff and actual people just like, because for me, the idea of like going to a trade fair and browsing holiday stuff is so alien. Like, is it really? Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, before I worked in the industry, I also probably wouldn't have never never have done it. This is these trade fairs right now. These are all tour, um, diving trade fairs. Okay. And um. I want to say the diving trade fairs are by far my favorite type of trade fairs ever because divers they come and they they really want to go. And what you get at these diving trade fairs is you get to meet the people that you also get to meet at the location that you book. So I think there's there's something in that, you know, if you, if you want to book a lonely island for like two or three weeks and you want to hang out there and dive all day, if yeah. you first get to meet the, let's say, instructor or the people who work there, that's something. And the other thing is you get some very serious discounts mm, and that does make a difference. But yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah, go yeah. to a trade fair for like the most random. Like, it makes this sense. Is yeah, toilet paper it, trade fair. Hey. Yeah, I guess if you're spending <laughs> a ton of money on a, a few weeks thing or a bigger group and stuff, you do want to shop around and yeah. Okay. Yeah, but also the the other type of people is basically like couples, both like young, middle aged, and old couples. They literally they just come to their favorite tour operator and they're like, okay, this year we got I don't know three weeks and this time of the year recommend something. And then you, yeah, you, you get to talk to them for like an hour or something. And then, yeah, they, they are happy. And we also, we made this wise decision of adding a bar to our, to our. Great. Cool. Maybe I'll theory. come, maybe I'll come to these trade fairs as well. You know, you should. The, the craziest <laughs> thing is like all the drinks are free. I, I think I was handing out something like 30 or 40 Cuba Libre today. You know, because... I've always said, I love trade yeah. fairs. I've always wanted to go to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, dude, you gotta show up next time. I'm, I'm going to hook you up with some Kenya and some Cuba Libre and then you're going to have the best time. Uh, I'm especially uh, dying for it because I've, I've not drunk for January. I'm doing the dry Jan thing. We're almost there. God, I'm dying for a beer. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm an honorary diver. I had a single dive yet, but every time I go to the trade fairs, I'm like, fuck, dudes. What mm -hmm. I'm seeing, I, I want to see all that stuff for myself, but yeah, who knows? One yeah. day I, I do the open water dive or something. It looks amazing. Yeah. So yeah, guys, we... we pondered about a couple of topics we could talk about, right? Uh, I think a couple of episodes ago. No, that, actually, that was an upcoming episode of another podcast that I can't spoil yet. I even said, like, oh, we're not the kind of podcast to talk about, like, bands and unbands all the time. Yeah, well, that lasted for, like, a month or something. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not no. talking about bands. That's the, that's the boring thing, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's a boring thing. I, th I think, like, you know, talking, like, unbands is kind of, like, the uplifting part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on, on bands, I think we're all in the, the kind of same ship. We're just like, the format feels like a bit like garbage time at the moment. Everyone yeah. feels like something's going to happen and just depends when. Yeah, it's like a, a little bit of like an up and down. Um, but I think you like, like I I got to say like, um, I do tend to enjoy like unbanned talks, even though I don't like to do those kind of talks like every single week, you know, like once per year, it's like, you know, probably like the, about the, the right, amount of unbanned talk maybe because yeah. I, I because like generally i don't think that visitors of the coast is really that interested in like unbanning specific cards and in, in formats no um, they're not i mean it, it shows like we'll get to it but i think yorgman's bargain is terrible and it won't be played in legacy at all if it was unbanned so they clearly ooh, don't spoiler alert they don't they clearly don't care um there's tons i think there's a bunch of cards that could be unbanned and like it'll be cool or interesting and totally. yeah and they they can't talk about the secondary market and so th that doesn't exist to them quote unquote so oh by the yeah. way and them not being able to speak about stuff apparently they deleted a ton of videos and articles from the past like so much and that's not to be found on the website anymore yeah oh, i saw oh, that interesting like, okay just i don't know why yeah I don't, i'm not sure if it's like a 
a mistake from them or something? Or it's... I was wondering, yeah, because yeah. Th- that's the most likely scenario, right? That they had like some database migration, what have you. Yeah. And I, I hope the stuff's going to be back because for some reason it's not even available on the Wayback Machine anymore, which is like that's basically archive of the internet. Yeah. By a third party. Very hmm. weird. We'll see. But yeah, so the, the task that we put upon ourselves for tonight's episode was basically we, all of three of us, had to pick 10 cards. Like, if we basically, yeah, the, the, the way it worked around was the task that we put upon ourselves for this night was if we had to pick 10 cards to unban in Legacy, which ones would we choose? And I think, Kai, you added that right. um, uh, secondary, like, price basically wasn't a concern, right? Right. So, uh, ba- yeah, because obviously, like, some of those cards are crazy expensive, um, like Power 9, obviously, and, like, Library of Alexandria and blah, blah, blah. So, like, let's assume that all those cards are... I don't know, five bucks. Okay, let's 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 just say for the for the sake of the discussion that all cards are basically price is not a concern. Um, and you said ten cards, and obviously I just I just rocked up with like what like seventeen cards. Yeah, I saw that. I saw <laughs> that. Like, did you you say ten, right? This is yeah. this is very ad hoc, but we could just go through the the whole ban list, um, skipping over the conspiracies and the anti cards and stuff, and we could just give a quick thoughts on each one if you want. Oh yeah, yeah actually, you you want to read it out? Yeah. So shall we? I can read them out. I've got it in front of me. And shall we just make our way through it and give our give our oh, thoughts? That's actually that's so much better, dude. You you should be scripting these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kai. You spent all day making your list. God damn it! You even made you even made a nice graphic of all the card pictures together. Yeah, I did. You know, this is like the, the kid who didn't do his homework, actually responding to to the teacher's question, giving the much better answer than you who prepared for it. Like, well, I, I thought that. Yeah. I thought we were starting the podcast in just over half an hour from now in my head. So I, I was gonna about to like get on the computer and um, make a list and like you know get some show notes together for you guys. And then you like you, I saw you message the the podcast link. I was like, oh shit, quick, let's get there. So <laughs> this is all on the fly. Oh, but yeah, okay, should okay. we um go through? Right. We can do like quick fire. But I think there's something yeah. that's way more interesting, which we'll right. spend more. I, on. That- and also, like, before we dive in, like, there are obviously there are those, like, super broken, way too broken cards that we're not even going to touch on, I think. Like, I mean, we don't need to, to waste any time of, like, no. discussing say that- Black Lotus, for example, right? Well, we, we gotta, we gotta- uh... What? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think, actually, we, we'll get to that, but I think there's okay. cards that are better. I think, Lotus. like, I think what's most interesting for, like, listeners is, like, th- those, like, borderline playables or, like, even, like, just pretty bad cards that just yeah. didn't age very well. Uh, I mean, there's enough stuff we can just, like, quickly skip over. Yeah, I, like... For the perfect example, the alphabetically it starts with Ancestral Recall, which we can just skip. Like, I'll say the names, but obviously Ancestral Recall uh, cannot be I unbanned. Yeah, Treasure Cruise, it was one of the most broken things ever. So yeah, yeah. next one. Yeah, cool. All right, Arkham's Astrolabe. Thoughts, Julian? Okay, um, <laughs> my favorite card of all times, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I have this philosophy where I feel like if I had to unban cards, I'd rather unban the cards that are broken than the ones that make for horrible gameplay. And I think Arkham's Astrolabe makes for some of the most horrible gameplay uh, and while not being very broken at all. So I'd rather leave that one banned and allow people to have all the broke, not all, but rather have the broken stuff legal that can be fought with sidebars and not have the, the toxic lord of snow back in the meta game. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm 100% with Julian. Cool. I Copy I can that. agree with that as well. As much as I'd love it for Painter, it'd be so insane again. <laughs> but um, no, this card, I, I agree. It just doesn't add anything nice to the format. There's some people that like it, but I think the majority of people do. Also, on top of that, like I don't want to go back to playing Snow, Snow Bay at 6 everywhere. <laughs> no, no. Oh, true. Yeah. All right. Balance. Kai, go. Uh, balance. Oh, man. Balance is hard. I didn't put 
balance on my uh, on my list of things that I want to see unbanned. Um, I think balance is a little bit too ridiculous in in certain decks. I think, um, generally, like it it ignores uh, enchantments and planeswalkers. So what it does, like it balances out uh, all creatures, lands, and hand count. No, wait, creatures. Yeah, creatures, lands, and land and hand count yeah. to the minimum. But you gotta keep all your artifacts. You can keep all your enchantments and all your planeswalkers. Uh, I could see this kind of getting out of control in like you know some some super fast Mox Opal type of decks maybe, or like super crazy planeswalker type of type of decks. You know, like Minsk and Boo, and then follow up with balance, like that kind of deal. It, it <laughs> yeah. kind of broken. Yeah, Julian. Well, the thing is, uh, I think we all agree that the most broken part is the hand discard thing, right? You put everything into play, you cast it on the first turn somehow with like Mox Opal or what have you, and your opponent gets to start the game with a single card that they draw for the turn. I think that's just like way too broken. Yeah, imagine this in an 8-cost shell, but you'd probably build around even more. Yeah, I think if it wasn't for the discard aspect, like killing all creatures for 2 mana is like super good, but it, it wouldn't even be remotely too as broken as it is with the discard part. No, like... Some for like I th- I think this guy's way too broken because um, of exactly what you say like yeah you could play it in a control deck and yeah you make them sacrifice three creatures or whatever but yeah it would be completely abused and it'd just be like a two mana mind twist most of the time. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, bizarre Baghdad, we can just skip over. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, but actually, actually, no, actually, no, keep going. I, I think I think bizarre is like above uh, even like Moxon. It's so broken. Um, yeah. Black Lotus. I think we can skip over this one as well. I, yes. I was wondering, what, what do you do with four Black Lotus? <laughs> what? Is that a, <laughs> dude, is that a serious question? Dude, holy shit. You can cast a Minsky Boo on every time on turn one. Minsky Boo is the thing you think of? God, oh. <laughs> you have no aspirations dude, to tell me, tell me any other card that's four mana that's more powerful than Minsky Boo. Well, on Doomsday turn plus Cantrip. That's pretty good, actually. I like that a lot. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Doomsday cool. fans. <laughs> All right, next okay. one's more interesting. Channel. What do you think, Julian? Well, I was thinking about channel because I was making my list I was, as I was ho- hoping, walking home from the trade fair. And then I realized, oh, no, there's a stupid thing in Cube where people just like play channel Emrakul or channel Ali, any of the Eldrazis. I think you would probably put together something like channel plus maybe Burning Wish. I don't know. Like, it's probably like a better Belcher deck. Oh, yeah, actually, it would work really well in Belcher, right? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, all it does is like it's like super dark ritual, basically. It, it yeah, gets kind of it's it gets kinda... gain all the the colorless mana that you want. Exactly. I think it's 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 highly dangerous. Um, like obviously, like sometimes it just acts like a like a like a mini show and tell of some sort. And double green is definitely quite the cost. You know, you can't just cheat it out via ancient tomb or any of that um, any of those uh, lands. This is where but... White Cantor comes in. <laughs> or Manamorphos, really. Elf Spirit Guide. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting that. Uh, but I, I think it's, 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 it's a little too dangerous. Um, people might find a way to really abuse the, uh, that oh, part. Oh, people might as a find a way. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Somewhere in a faraway country, somebody's going to be smart enough to break China. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the one of the ones that you wouldn't unban because it's too dangerous. But I think it's one of the ones where people... Th- I think it's way more broken than it is. I think even resolving a two mana sorcery that has such a restrictive cost as green green, if you're trying to be a combo deck, and then like if you're playing against Delver and they just have a couple of bolts and then like get some Delvers out, you you are not guaranteed to win. It depends what you're trying to cast. I think Belch is a good example of something that would try and use it, but um, it's hard to think of like what it would do now because architects would be built around it. But 
I don't know. My my instinct is it is it wouldn't be as good as people think, but it's still such a ridiculous card that it probably is just not worth it at all. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Chaos Orb. We can't have that one. Ah, <laughs> next is interesting. Deathrite Shaman. So this is one that we kind of had maybe on the list. Probably. Well, it was... It, it was my eleventh card of the ten packs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll start with this one. Um, I miss Deathrite Shaman a lot. I had a ton of fun playing it when it was legal. Like Shadows was my deck I've probably played most in Legacy. It's just too good. It does too many things. What I do miss, though, is I think it had a almost healthy effect on the way people used graveyards. It's not like a scavenging use effect where it's multiple activations a turn, but it would like help keep stuff like Uro or mm-hmm. any other kind of grave... Oh, like Mystic Sanctuary, stuff like that in check. So I think that aspect of it is quite interesting, but it's just got too many stats in too many places. It does too many things. It yeah, so it's too good, and it definitely homogenizes the format too much. But I would love them to like try and make a remake of it, and it's a zero one and doesn't do qu- and like you gain one life and they lose one life or something like that. What do yeah. you guys think? Did, did did people talk about um fire design and like you know power creep back in the day when Return to Ravnica came up? Because I I don't think I don't so. remember no right mm. maybe yeah just I mean, didn't use that word maybe. In a way, we've always been talking about power creep in every format since the beginning. Uh, I th- like even when you just look at something like Werebear being upgraded to Time <laughs> dude, and stuff. Imagine like when, when Werebear came out, so, dude, that's a freaking power creep, man. That's like such a <laughs> it's an, uh, such an upgrade to I don't know Grizzly Bear. Holy shit! Someone's gonna nerf that card immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but I think that the, the, like the term, the concept has been around forever. I think people have been talking about that, and every time, basically, some some of your favorite cards get crept out of the format. I very much remember we talked about that with Tarmogolf, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's there's been a certain increase in power creep over the last yeah. even ten years. Like I don't know, man. I still go back. I still have like PTSD from when when Everson returned came out. I I'm still not fully over it. That Terminus and Grizzlebrand card, huh? Oh yeah. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know me well. <laughs> cool. Are you guys on the not safe? Yeah, I think th- like Death Chairman is exactly on the like super fun to play, yeah. but a little bit too ridiculous type yeah. of card. <sighs> yeah. The thing is, I I really loved sh- like machine gunning people with Crimson Ranger and Death Chairman, and dude, that was your jam, wasn't it? Same. Yeah, it never felt the same. And I won so many games with the most ridiculous Crimson Ranger via with symbiote lines, and the most beautiful part of it is. If you if you really had to push yourself across the finish line, you would basically give up your entire board. Like over the course of like two turns, you would bounce like all your lands back to hand, all your other creatures back to hand. You would literally sometimes end the game with Deathrite Shaman, Violet's and play and nothing else, and you would barely get there. It was so beautiful. Mm. I remember seeing some crazy board states where like there's a Deathrite Shaman or two, and then like a bunch of Korean Rangers and Symbiotes, and you're playing as Ant, and they're literally just dead on board. There's no way they can like have a pass in flames kill through the interaction and they can't ad nauseum because you'll you'll deal like 10 life loss and then if you untap they're dead as well so it was just like a kind of yeah just can't play around anything thing yeah, yeah the, the thing i was always like trying to to achieve was i want to have a death Rite shaman active and a queer and range and play and i want them to be at 12 because i couldn't like drain <laughs> them twice which basically put them at eight which made it rather hard to ad nauseum and also like being able to hit the graveyard twice made pass in flames a little bit harder so oh. I, i'd love that position yeah, yeah. twice twice was the magic number. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, next few are pretty easy. Demonic consultation. It's completely broken. Actually, yeah, okay. Like, it, like, is it though? Is it I, though? 
I think it's completely broken. Dude, I mean, but the thing it, is, it, like, I, Fuster's Oracle exists, and I think that actually pushes mm-hmm. it over the line of I'm, definitely not unbending it. Right, so... Go, uh, make your case, Kai. So, yeah, so, I mean, so, so you, you you win the game if you resolve a two-mana Merfolk and a one-mana instant, but guess what? Guess what? You can also cast a two-mana Cephalid Illusionist and a one-mana Shuko, and that's the same deal. Yeah, and that doesn't get stopped by so many more things, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, I, like, I don't know. Consultation, yeah. you can just, like, if you don't have the combo yet, you can use it to find other pieces or discard or counter magic. Isn't it also instant? Yeah. It's an instant, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but what I, I'm thinking. I, I guess, like, at least it, it kind of makes some uh, dex restrictions because you, you have to play multiple oracles, maybe, because you gotta exile a bunch of cards. Oh, you yeah. poor thing. <laughs> yeah. I just want to play my play card. Just, I've got to, you know, if, like, if this card was legal, you'd play four oracle. Oh, I, of course I would. Yeah. yeah. Probably, so you poor thing. Like, yeah. But the, it's like, look, it's, it's, like it's a the, one mana instant speed demon at tutor. What are you talking is, about? Dude, it is the one card in that list that I secretly sneaked in so that, you know, we, we can like kind of say, yeah, I guess that's dude, just I, one, I of, actually, one of those 17 cards, you know, it's going to be all right. Like, I remember I was walking to the bus and as I was entering the bus, I was like, actually, and then I remembered Oracle. I think without Oracle, it would no still way. be super crazy. Like, Absolutely super, no super way. Crazy. No, no, you're, this is this card is so broken. Like, look, <laughs> yeah, there will be the 0.001% games where you like, lol, you exile the top six cards and they have all the copies of that card and you lose the game. Yeah, dude, I, I always keep forgetting that you don't you don't lose life, right? No, you don't. You don't. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a black mana, it's an yeah, instant yeah, yeah. and you just demonic yeah. tutor. I have no idea what I was thinking even. I mean, it's a, sli- <laughs> it's a slightly better Spoils of the Vault. That's what it is. Oh, very know. slightly. I've killed myself. Kai, Kai so stops times. trying to get this card unbanned. <laughs> <laughs> this card is better than Demonic Tutor. Fine, it's yeah. super broken. Okay, yeah, please don't fix it. <laughs> I can't believe okay. it's instant speed. Speaking yeah. of Demonic Tutor, um, I think this is worse than Demonic Consultation, but it's still pretty broken, right? Uh, I, I mean, This is where I'm just like, you know what? I don't think it's as broken as people think. I mean, I side it out in Vintage, like, sometimes. I usually side out Vampiric more, but Demonic, I sometimes side out. Mm. I, th- I, Yeah, I feel like but, that's... But that's really the benchmark, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, I feel like that must be wrong, because, like, since Tinker and Citadel is a thing, I think you just don't side out. No, I, I used to play that and, and basically, like, buck, buck midrange-style decks. And okay, fine, yeah. I mean, still, Vampiric would go before I would even touch Demonic. It's not yeah, like yeah, I yeah. side out Demonic, like, all the time. But it like what would do in legacy? I mean, the obvious idea is like combo decks, right? At nauseam tenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do, um, like just um, I don't think. Yeah, I don't know if it's even or the epic storm or something. Yeah, I don't know it's it's arguably like the like, same as like, Burning Wish. I don't know the fact that you can just cast it with dire ritual manner is pretty great. I mean, that the thing that people get the most of that the money tutors usually lands, <laughs> at least in my experience. Absolutely, <laughs> I've, I think I've DT'd for Strip Mine playing Vintage more than any other card I've DT'd for, <laughs> or just a, like a Polluted Delta or Strip Mine are definitely the most DT'd for cards. That's yeah. just yeah. recall as well, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really just like wondering what, what, what like random mid range decks just play it. I mean, I guess also I don't think so. so much better. I don't think, but... dude. I don't think so. Two, two men is such a big cost yeah man. i don't yeah. think you'd play it in fair decks maybe like a one or two of it's pretty nice when you're playing like a, a fair mid-range or control deck and then you get to double or triple up on lots of your sideboard cards uh, yeah but i don't see it as like, being more than a two of in any fair deck ever like imagine like is, is there like any card in the deck that you would like to draw more than four you know more than as a four off right because that's when the one tutor kind of jumps in yeah uh, well, yeah, that's one way. But the other, the other way is like if you have really strong silver bullets against a wide variety of decks, which 
usually you don't really need, I guess. I, I, I guess. What, what about stuff like breakfast? Like if you have uh, while. Dude, I mean, we literally got the monitor at home. The morning tutor at home <laughs> is step through. And then call, yeah, it's gonna say step through. Can't be counted. You want to cheat? Can't be counted. Instant oh, speed pitches the force. force of, oh my god! Dude, yeah, so morning tutor, absolute yeah. underpowered. Dude, yeah. if, if you had smoked up to somebody a while ago and told them step through was better than demonic tutor, they would have oh given you a look. <laughs> you know what? So this conversation, I'm coming around to demonic tutor, like being okay, maybe. Dude, imagine if Wizards actually unbanned it next time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, 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 we did um Legacy Unchained tournament for, for like just before Christmas in London and I was building a Grixis like control midrange deck and lots of people were playing fair decks and I played one demonic tutor and I hated it and no one else was playing it. Everyone was just like, eh, it's just way too clunky. So <laughs> it was a very powerful yeah. format as well. But yeah, okay. Interesting. This is this is right. an interesting point to be like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, are there also like cards like Opposition Agent these days, you know? So it's like, you know, tutoring up something is not entirely free. Like, you mm -hmm. know, defeat artisan builds of elves. Yeah. Uh, also have, you know, quite you a know, lot of like resistant. You know who would love Demon Chi to unban the most? Uh, Marcus, so we can play Spell Snare. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Cool. It doesn't, all, it doesn't feel all that good even to, to like spell snare tutor, I guess. I mean, you still trade up on mana, but I would spell snare tutor like every I mean, yeah, yeah. of course all you day. do, but <laughs> you, of course you do, but I want to spell cool. snare the extra card, like then they untap and kill me. <laughs> and I know, I know this is not how competitive magic works. They also just get tendrils and you die. Yeah. yeah. All right. Interesting. Let us know your thoughts on that because that's actually one that I didn't expect to be kind of actually interesting. Cool. Yeah. All right, did I mean, you, did, did, sorry. I was gonna. Oh, uh, yeah. Like before we go through through time, like maybe in in uh, in addition to demonic theory, we can also like add uh, imperial seal because that's. Oh, that's coming up. That's, I mean, that's a, probably a super short answer, right? Okay, actually, let's go to that one first. I mean, I, guess. I would just say it's it's they, they can they, they can do sucks. it, and some people might play it. That's a slight upgrade to like personal tutor maybe in Doomsday, but it is not that good. I want to say. I think I actually had imperial seal on my list of un of. If I had to unban 10 cards, like Gun to My Head, I would probably unban Imperial Seal. I think Imperial Seal would be pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think it sucks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that was one of the ones to be like, you know what? I think Mystical Tutor is better than it. Just the instant speed and being blue is, is better. And that one I'm not so sure on because it's kind of annoying with Terminus. And, you know, Doomsday would totally play it as well. But, eh. Okay, yeah. you know what? Um, you want to hear my answer? Like, I think if, yeah. if you if you keep a hand with Imperial Seal, you might want to like as well take a Mulligan. I think. Yeah, I mean it depends. Right? Like, if, you, if you're an all-in balls to wall combo deck, maybe. But even then, it, it feels so bad to like basically tell your opponent what you're about to do and then wait. Exactly. Turn I'd and, much yeah. rather take a Mulligan. Yeah. There's just so much interaction in in the format now. Like every single deck. Especially if you get predicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, Sweet, sign me up. <laughs> but like every deck is playing just a ton of things. Like, you know, any white deck can just play Deafening Silences and whatever if you're this fast combo deck or Mind Break Traps are kind of pretty popular. Even though even though just, like, combo is not very popular right now, it's not that good. You know, we've got Delver so and what, what actually top, goes? Where does Imperial Seal even fit in? If, if it, like, you certainly don't play it in a like, mid-range deck, whatever. No, no, definitely not. I, I think people would play it in like Doomsday, um, Storm decks, and stuff like that. And then I think people would quite quickly realize it's pretty bad. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah. 
I mean, this card yeah. even, doesn't even pitch to four, so I like I I don't even know if people will play Imperial Seal. Like the only good thing about Imperial Seal is that it gets both Doomsday and Dark Ritual. You know, let's let's say if you mm -hmm. already have the Doomsday, then you can also get a Ritual because there are yeah, no sorcery yeah. rituals. That's the only upside. But the downside is that you that you have those stinky tutors that cannot be pitched to force a will. You can pitch to grief, I suppose, but. Ugh, man, it, it kind of yeah, is like yeah. a yeah. Like if you feel taste like every time you cast personal tutor, you have to throw up a bit. This will at yeah. least get the sick in your mouth. Like, <laughs> I've been like constantly throwing up for the last year, dude. <laughs> like, it also feels yeah. like very much like training wheels when you cast these like top yeah. top deck tutors. It's like oh, okay, especially yeah, when the top deck tutors. Feet. I just like I sometimes play enlightened tutor in in painter stuff. And I think that has more power like enlightened tutor has more powerful like anti-combo cards rather than combo finding their pieces i, I guess the top deck tutors are somewhat better if you have like senses dividing top right mm -hmm. yeah ah. or smuggler's <laughs> copter that's good what <laughs> same, dude, same thing senses dividing top it's at basically home basically the same thing <laughs> hey you laugh but that was that was the whole idea behind it in painter like wait that was the whole idea <laughs> when, when top was banned you wanted like things to draw cards immediately so you played smuggler's oh. copter yeah and it turned uh, out it was just somebody inside the thing about like look at to what extent they have go to mini <laughs> our fraction of our power or something <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good cool okay what's the next one uh dig through time skip over oh yeah, fuck please. it dude literally, literally the only card in my i think by now it's a 16 year legacy career mm. literally the only card that made me take a break from magic is dig through time oh, really so, i loved playing the dig through time format <laughs> yeah. um i think i was not i was pretty bad at legacy at the time and we were i was uh, just playing local I games bet. or stuff and i was playing jun with slaughter games and beating omnitel and stuff but oh, wow. i also played that grixis control this that one with pyromancer that was so sweet that was so sweet oh, and, <laughs> and cabal therapies yeah so it was like probe pyromancer therapy but then like against miracles you would just you just have pyromancer ascensions and then you'd be double casting d3 times and oh my god oh, man it was so sick it, it but was no, incredible. This, this card is broken. No. Um, yeah, I gotta say, like, I um, so I had the peak of my magic performance during the Dick Through Time era, but not because I played Dick Through Time, uh, but I played at Northam Tendrils, which was really good against Dick Through Time decks. Like, I, I made that GP top eight, and uh, also, like, two months later, at GP a little 17th place, which is kind of like the, the peak performance 2015 for, for myself as a oh, legacy you player. Really back then, I yeah, I was, dude, I was, yeah, it was What's kind happened? of, I was kind of ridiculous, <laughs> man. And then like Dick Through Time got, got banned. And then at the next GP at Seattle, I almost, I immediately like two, three, day one. Oh. But you had that right. ridiculous haircut, right? I, yeah, I, I always I mean, have ridiculous haircuts. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am ridiculous, yes. <laughs> but like, so I, I didn't enjoy Dick Through Time as a card as much, except those uh, Grixis control decks because I thought they were really, really, really cool. But what Adnosum Tendrils did back in the day was, was that it killed before opponents cast the dig through times. So like as, you know, like, so you, oh, the, you, you okay. go off while they're like still like thought scouring themselves and casting attacks and probes and ponders and whatnot. And um, also Power Blast was the third most played counter, I think, after Flusterstorm and Forcible. There were not many copies of days around i think at the time because they would days was just like why would you want to like pick up a land if you can cast more spells to fuel your <laughs> graveyard that type of deal there was also like no almost no wasteland in the format because why would you want to like waste in someone that just gives them more cards in the graveyard blah 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 um so i i say a big yes to the dick through time era but i the card is just a little too too broken mm -hmm. cool uh, tiny bit yeah <laughs> all right next one uh dreadful darkness no 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's that, it's kind of funny because Wizard said that the win percentage wasn't actually that high, but it just felt so dread, well, dreadful, I guess, mm -hmm. playing against Dreadrakis. Like, if they were on the, fair, on the play and they played a turn to Dreadrakis and you couldn't handle it, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's how it goes with a lot of cards, right? But that one snowballed out of control so fucking quickly, it, it just made magic so miserable, and I'm so happy it's good. Same. This is one of my least favorite cards I've played against in yeah. Legacy. Um, it wasn't even all that interesting as a card. You would just like randomly get no. your cantrips and stuff. I think when you got to a point in the game where you're like, uh, it was right to force a will, a bolt on your two drop, like, nah, get out of here. Nah. I, I hate this card. Next. Good. Next. Good. All right. Next is the first one, which I think we can unban and doesn't completely suck, but it's kind of bad and it's interesting. Earthcraft. <laughs> As a as our resident green player, Kai, Kai no Julian, what do you think, Julian? <laughs> yeah, so Earthcraft is, is basically the meme of the or, or has been the meme of the band list uh, ever since Lantax was unbanned, I want to say, and it, I guess for so for those who don't know, I guess the idea why it's banned is Squirrel Nest, right? It's a three mana enchantment that combos with a two mana enchantment <laughs> so, on a it's land. So funny, it's so bad. <laughs> It's it's probably one of the the worst combo decks ever to be on a legacy ban list. Uh, I think it's really the only that's really the only reason, right? Like it's not because you can untap your cradle if you put it on land, and then what can you do? I don't know. No. It's really only because it combos with Squirrel Nest, which when you think back, it's, it's so fucking meme. -y. Like, yeah. is this where we are? Is this our life? Come on, guys. No. We, do, do you think the they, there'd be another combo deck with it? Uh, uh, can you think of any? I mean, I is there is I there mean, an elf shell that does it? Like I oh, I guess there's some Wirewood Symbio, uh, um, Wirewood Hive Master thingy. I, d I don't know if there's an infinite combo. There is. Um, there's that new, I think, four drop that makes all your lands basics, so you could like untap Cradle with that. I don't know. Okay. No, it's <laughs> no. Uh, is, there, is there a land that taps to produce a token? Because then you could like. No, it needs to be an elf token to trigger Hive Master. Like that's the first thing that comes to mm -hmm. mind. Like Hive Master, if an elf comes to play, you get an insect token. Yeah. And then you untap. Oh, no, it All right, Earthcraft sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it really, yeah. Like the only land I can think of is like I think there's like a land for commander that taps and then you get a goat or something. Oh, okay. Anyway, nice. yeah, it's it's, 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 it's super super. But it's bad. it's untap a basic land, right? Uh, is oh. it? Let me. Oh, let me I, I thought. Okay. I thought like. Uh, oh, you you might be right. Why why are people trying to? Untap it's tap an untap creature. You can try untap target basic land. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay, Earthcraft, terrible, cool. All right, Next. Falling Star is anti. Fast Bond, no, thank you. Yeah, Fast Bond, too, it's too dangerous. Yeah. It's like, kind of funny, right? You could make that Crab Shop deck from Vintage and Legacy. You know what? This this um, Legacy Unchained we played just before Christmas, uh, Simone, a friend from London, he went 3-0 with it. Mm. It was It's a pretty funny shell. Like, he said, the moment you get bolted, it couldn't win because it was using um, Fast Bond to pay all the life and stuff, and he didn't have Glacial Chasm, which you should. Oh. But he was, but he had a ton of turn one wins with just like... You, you, you want to very quickly explain what the what the combo actually is, because I think a lot of people might not know. Yeah, so you're going to combo with any of the Hedron Crab or Ruined Crab, I think it's called. So you play your, your Tropical Island, say, and you play your Fast Bond, and then you play another land, and you play a Crab, and then you can play any of the Ravnica, uh, Karoo, Bounce Lands, and then you can just keep bouncing itself. And so for each one life you can pay, you can mill them. It's kind of a thing in Vintage where it's called Crab Shack and you win slightly differently. So you play Glacial Chasm as well. So you can like crop rot for it or just play that. And that prevents all damage that we dealt to you. So you don't lose, you don't lose it. Fastbond is damage for some reason. So you don't take uh, the life loss from Fastbond to play more lands. And then you can either play crabs and you keep replaying the lands and you mill them out. 
Or there is a three mana black enchantment called Retreat to Hagra, which is whenever a land ETBs, your opponent loses a life and you gain a life. What the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> Dude, that's the combo, man. Yeah, yeah. So you can win by milling them out or you can win with uh, Retreat to Hagra. Yeah, just drain them. Yeah. So uh, what we see it like in some random life from the norm lands shell. I think you'd see it in like Turbo Lands style mm -hmm. decks, but I mm -hmm. think the Crab Shack would actually be legit, really, really stupidly strong as well. It probably would. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think Fast Bond, yeah. it, it's just just way too powerful. Um, yeah. It's not like completely ridiculously broken like a lol ancestor recall Black Lotus thing, but it's it's too good. Yeah. Dude, but I gotta say, like, but every time I I, um, I draft like Vintage Cube, I tend to go for those like Wheel of Fortune plus uh, Fast One style oh, of decks. Dude, I, I pick on those Fast One so much. Those are so addictive. Holy yeah, yeah. Moly. <laughs> I am a big fan of the lands matter things as well. So whenever I see like stage depths and cube, I'll go for it. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, Fast Bond, I yeah, I take really highly. It's oh yeah, I dig it. Yeah, cool. All right, next one's kind of interesting. So next one's Flash. Uh, it was banned because if you can flash in a protein hulk and then you go and get lots of combos. But back then there wasn't like surgical extraction. I think you won with like body doubler and. All well, there were there were so many. Like the, I think the final thing that people arrived at was uh, so actually let's start from the beginning. The first yeah. one that I saw was people were trying to get like virulent slivers, uh, four of them or something, and then the sliver that gave all your slivers haste, and then <laughs> you, you had another sliver like flat, uh, the ring sliver or something. Oh my god! And then you attacked for a poison, and that oh like made up half of your deck. What if they, <laughs> bolt, so what if they just bolt your haste sliver? <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you tried to win on the upkeep. Actually, you couldn't even win on the upkeep. Yeah, no, so we, we got smarter. We got very smarter. So in the end, we got uh, Body Double, Karmic Guide, and... Uh, Kiki? Kiki Ch nah, I don't know if it was Kiki. I think it was like Mock Fanatic involved. And the yeah. one that lets you sacrifice a creature. Um, you, you guys remember that. Viscerous Seer? Or yeah, Phyrexian no, Ghoul? No, we, we didn't have those back then. Uh, we didn't have a series here. Um, dude, super easy. The, the thing that's in every zombie deck. Sacrifice a creature, gets a plus one, plus one counter, and it can't block. I can't remember. But oh, a carrion feeder. Carrion feeder, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then it's way too right. complicated to go into the combo, but it was like the most compact combo people came up with. <laughs> and yeah, but, and, but you used the graveyard, which which is my point, like neutral yeah, exists exactly. now. I wonder what people would get with this now. Yeah, dude, I actually, and you might think I'm crazy, I actually had flash on my list of, of things that I thought if I had to unban 10 cards, I would unban Flash just because how fragile it would be. Even though it's mm. super ridiculous that it can win on your... Like, even if you go first, Flash can win on your upkeep. And maybe, maybe you know, that's... Yeah, it probably is one of the most controversial picks I have. Mm -hmm. uh, just because it can play all the packs. It can even play the green pact and to, to very great success because it can either find the, the Hulk or can find, you know, some uh, Spirit Guide. Oh, that's so good, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's basically... Oops, all spells, but kind of faster. But then again, if the Hulk comes into play and gets Sots to Plowshare, that sucks. Mm. Actually, no, 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 wait. No. So no sacrifice no. straight away, right? Uh, oh, dude, can you read out the text again on Flash? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Let me Google it, but I think essentially, like, you put the creature in play, and then if you can't pay its mana cost, it just sacrifices straight away. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me search it. You may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you do, sacrifice it unless you pay, you pay yeah, its yeah. mana cost reduced. So you can't substitute yeah, yeah. No, no. So yeah, I think it, I think it's too broken. Um, you actually think it's too broken? I, I think so. A bit too much. Um, it's just like it's so easy to play and protect. I think the green pact is a, is a great example as well. I think it's just way too fast and like two mana an instant is like mm. such a world of difference to like the three mana for show and tell and sorcery like being an instant is incredibly broken for it as well 
uh, yeah, I think you could build really resilient things to do this. Like Breach taught us how strong two mana combos rather than three mana mm. combos is really because yeah. you because the extra mana. It's a turn faster because you can pay for days and you can you can just Orem's chant them as well. Like imagine like oh end of your turn Orem's chant you. <laughs> in, in, in my <laughs> in my defense, in your upkeep, we were like... giving out free Cuba uh, Libre, which is like rum and coke at the trade fair at our booth. <laughs> yeah, this is why you think it was okay. Okay, sweet. I it, does, it depends. I, d- I haven't even thought of what the combo would be, but I can't imagine it would use the graveyard. If it did use the graveyard, then maybe there's a little bit of an argument. But I think you just play silence or Orem's chant with it as well. So, if if you, I mean, the only other way not to use the graveyard would be something like that has a sick comes to play effect. Like, what's the sickest comes to play effect you can get here? I'm just looking up the protein Hulk cost uh, text again. So it's when it dies, search a library for any number of creature cards with total mana value six or less. Put them onto the battlefield, then shuffle. So what you can do is you can get um, Carrion Feeder, Disciple of the Vault. And then loads of zero mana artifact. Features. Oh, I think people did. Actually, that's not even oh, exciting. Yeah. I mean, can't can't you get like a lot of like those like ex uh, expel artifacts that just die when when they hit the hit battle? Yeah, like, yeah. And then just like yeah, but four guys, like, the walking ballista and things. Imagine how many stupid cards you're putting in the deck as opposed to like the carry and feeder. <laughs> yeah, there's prob- the there's probably a way more card. compact combo. Yeah, that that doesn't die to like any removal or use the graveyard. Like you're devolving right like, now. I, I they, think they like, you, like, they purp- yeah, I think we are like purposely like coming up with the most janky way to build like a flashback. It's just like, 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 like yeah, I guess that it's okay, you know, if the deck's like bad like this, you know. But you get to play seriously, good cards. Is, like, is it not crazy? Comes well. to play effect. Like what about that Phyrexia portal? Oh no, we can't get Phyrexia portal <laughs> or portal to Phyrexia or whatever possessed portal. I don't know. Well, first of all, that's not a creature. Secondly, yeah. it's too much mana. <laughs> Julian, and thought of how it's not even like, yeah, yeah, no, but seriously, like, does Legacy not have any insane comes to playability on a creature? Tell you like, what, Primeval let, Titan. Let us know on Twitter or in the Discord if you come up with like a really compact combo. Oh, I what mean, about? Uh, can you get Thassa's Oracle and uh, Leveler? Maybe. No, it's one mana too much. That oh, was my shit. combo when I played Defense of the Heart. Oh, I, man. I've got a really so cool close. Defense of the Heart brew, which I've gone like 3-2 in a couple of leagues once or twice. <laughs> but yeah, you, you Defense of the Heart for Leveler and Thassa's Oracle. Okay, and then dude. online, if you, you have to stack it right. If you stack it wrong, you lose. If you stack it right, you win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Dude, and you, yeah, oh, amazing. <laughs> Ter- terrible deck, e- but e- really fun. What about Eater of Days? Isn't that the one where you... No, you, you skip lose your, two your next two turns. Oh, nice oh, yeah, one, Julian. You've skipped your next two turns yeah. <laughs> and then it dies and then you wow pass. flash is broken <laughs> okay never mind what's the next cool. one well what you could do is get um like the torporal creature a torporal creature and eater of days there you go you've got a nine eight julian <laughs> and then it dies oh and then it dies <laughs> <laughs> okay cool next one is interesting as well frantic search what do you think julian uh I might have had it on my list and then removed it again. I don't remember. I mean, it's one of those classic ones, right, where people talk about it as being one of the safest. The thing is, I think the way we should look at frantic searches, imagine it was not banned and it was legal. Would we be talking about it for, like, a ban? No. I mean, <laughs> not we can't, at we, all. We can't really tell, right, because it was never legal, but, but still, like, I can't imagine, like... I don't think it's very good. Dude, isn't this card actively bad? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like so, first of all, like you, you can't cheat on like if if you cheat on mana and then cast cast this card, like it doesn't really do anything because you wanna you wanna actively have three lands in play. Right? I mean, the idea is high tide, and, right? Yeah. yeah so I, I guess I guess I'm ha- I'm actually happy if high tide gets pushed a little bit to towards at least tier four. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 
the forensic searches yeah it's, it, it would be cool in high tide and i really think you know high tide could maybe it, it wouldn't get out of tier two no way just because of the addition of this oh you're very generous tonight I, i'm saying get out of it it might stay lower and um <laughs> otherwise it won't be played anything i've seen people say oh random Ace could play it like, no you wouldn't play this it's yeah. it's it's free quote unquote in the same way that manamorphose is free like mm-hmm. but you don't play manamorphose because it's so awkward to play you don't know when you're like generating this free mana and stuff like what you're gonna play this like end of turn then you're losing its kind of effect it's also minus one card and then like what if, what if you just like okay so i've got my three lands in play and then you're like okay well i'm gonna use this to filter a bit or maybe get a creature in the graveyard and it's so easy to be like pyroblasted or dazed if they it's scary like it's it's a super clunky yeah. card for costing zero mana yeah, in a weird way, right? So yeah, so I think, let's say yeah, I think so e- e- like even if they unburn it tomorrow, like I think literally no one would care. No, and uh, we just move on. <laughs> just I, I know one person who would care. I least. mean, Marcus, Marcus. yes, Marcus, <laughs> Marcus if you're listening, <laughs> Marcus is just like there, giggling at home. He's the boy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Give Marcus frantic search, and maybe you could play. Um, right. Or you could play we Earthcraft. Unban- like, dude, we this card, but only one player can use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's flavorful. <laughs> Cool. It's kind of flavorful. I so would yeah. take Friendly Search completely safe. And this card has been unbanned for Marcus Ewald. <laughs> yeah. Marcus Ewald, please, please come to the counter, pick up your Frantic Searches. Astrobe has been unbanned, but you can only play it in Painter. <laughs> oh, Death Shaman only in Knives. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, the, the wait, wait, wait. only in Doomsday. <laughs> wait. Okay, let's go. Oh, back. dude, we're getting somewhere. <laughs> uh, Gitaxian Probe. I think this is a miserable <laughs> card that yeah. we can. Dude, when, when this was banned, I actually, I actually burnt one and took a video of it that's good i mean people can play peak yeah good i want to say i think a taxi prop was the most burned on video card in legacy history i've (laughs) seen so many videos of people doing that (laughs) yeah good riddance i know i think you just watched the same video like 10 times i think (laughs) i i'd be happy to watch it a hundred times if it stays banned but seriously like i mean to to quickly go about it like what's so bad about it's just like it takes away the hidden information game yeah which for basically nothing right if if the two life i mean it's 10 percent of your life total whatever it kills the whole game yeah Mm -hmm. it it makes it it alters the game to a level that's just not stupid but horrible gameplay just right yeah it's like if you if you get to play hide and seek but you previously agree on only six spots that people can hide (laughs) right exactly (laughs) yeah yeah, it's the closest I can do to describe right. it. Right, you're like, you're only allowed yeah. to hide behind Dude, the surface. And like you know, like people people um used to say that Gitaxian Probe Cabal Therapy was really sweet, but this is really just then like if you want to like headshot someone, you you better do it the correct way and just like blind name Cabal Therapy and not get some extra help because that's like I don't know, that's like pl- like playing bowling, but you have those like child barriers on the side, you know, so you can't really <laughs> so you can't you can't possibly fuck up, you know. <laughs> Perfect. Things. Yeah. Child protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, right. I'm staying at my friend's house, and they have they have a child, who's and named Julian. By the way, no, and and they have like lots of these these Francis for children, right? So because the guy is like super young, I mean super young, he's one and a half years old, <laughs> <laughs> and and I struggle to get across these child uh, gates to to open them. <laughs> so all Julians are children, so yeah, so they, so they work. Stay out. Yeah, they awesome. work very well. Uh, one time, actually, I climbed over one of them. <laughs> That's a good product, yeah. <laughs> very much so, yeah. Anyway, next one. Speaking of goblins, <laughs> Goblin Recruiter. Yeah! yeah I hell think yeah! That one was on everybody's list, right? No, I, I don't think so. Ooh. So here's the hot take. So you guys think it's okay? I, I think, think it's, it's okay because okay. goblins are very cute. Mm, I totally agree with that. I am a big, big fan of cute goblins. 
But I think this card is secretly way better than it is. And let's let's be clear here, we're not talking about time things. So Legacy has moved to away from GPs and stuff, sadly. Um, we're not talking about time concerns here because people were worried that, you know, it'd take too long to stack your deck. I think this card is actually really broken. Is it because really? Goblins has just such, like, if, if this Are was... Are we talking a, about Food Chain? I'm not even food chain because you can you can combo. I don't remember how you stack it exactly, but basically with torch, torch courier, and Kiki Jiki and Snoop, you can set up a really easy kill. Didn't did we just like resolve a five drop and a four drop and, and a three drop? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you you just go like turn two recruiter and you put um, Snoop and torch courier on top, and then you like uh, play play the play the Snoop. And then you play the torch career. I, so I so think we gotta go to the bathroom, and uh, once you're done explaining the combo, I think we can keep going. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> then the torch career gives Snoop haste, and you put a, um, <laughs> and then you make a million things, and you put, and then you have uh, Kiki Jiki on top. So it's Dude, you resolve three creatures, right? Yeah, but this deck, so basically this deck also is going to play Violent Cavern, so it's going to be super resilient to counter That's spells. Uh, yeah, like a removal spell will stop you. But this is like you've spent uh, five mana on creatures, but split across things. And goblins is not good, but it's also like your backup plan is playing goblins, which is really, really not bad at all. So I think this, and you'll probably play like four scope prospectors. You'll be like you'll make loads of mana. You'll play around the days as fast. I think the combo would actually be way better than people expect. So as much as, as a big goblins fan, and I do, I do have the deck and play it a bunch. Um, I think this deck, this this combo goblins with a recruiter would be a lot better than people expect. Interesting. You if know what? I, 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 I kind of want to see it like unbanned just because I want to see it. No. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now I would like to see because I, I obviously could be wrong, but I think this is one of the ones that makes a ton of people's lists. And with the addition of this like Snoop combo, I, I think it's very compact in cards that you're just kind of fine to play already. Because like people play it in Vintage, right? This is a thing and people have done okay. Like they 5 would a few leagues and like a couple of challenge results. But I don't know. Goblins is... Not really, not bad at all. Like, there's food chain goblins out there as well now, so you could maybe play it with that as well. I think goblins would kill people on turn two quite a lot. On turn two, are we talking literally? Oh, oh because yeah, you can play lotus petals, chromops, oh. lotus petals, and stuff as well. Yeah, and again, because you're because you're a deck that's just happy to play caverns, it's mm -hmm. pretty hard to interact. You should go like turn two recruiter off cavern, turn three, then you go like the the snoop, and then you do need to play the torch courier. But help me out again. What does torch courier do? You sack it to give a creature haste. That's what I thought. Yeah. So oh, basically, so, you, oh, yeah, so yeah, basically, yeah, you okay. have the Snoop. So you, the three cards for the combo is you have Kiki Jiki at the bottom, Torch Curry in the middle, and then Snoop on top. Then you play the Snoop, and then you can play Goblins at the top of your library. So you play the Torch Curry for one mana. Then you sack it to give the Snoop haste, and then there's a Kiki Jiki on top. So you make a million of them. Um, I think then you'll probably maybe there's some other part there where you have something underneath. I can't remember. And then yeah. It's pretty compact, and again, like these are cards that you just find to play. So maybe this is the only hot take one. We'll see. Um, gosh, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I think Gus is not that powerful. Like, if, if really? he, like, let, no, let, let, I mean, let, let, let's ignore Doomsday for a bit because no, no one plays Doomsday anyway. But <laughs> like, if, if you compare Gush to expressive iteration, I would much rather chain expressive iterations into each other uh, than casting Gushes. 
Wow. Like, because, dude, like, I mean, you you basically give up on your whole mana base, right? Like, what if Gosh, I don't know, gets countered, then you have no board whatsoever. But you're not playing it turn two. This is like a <laughs> lead, lead Gosh. Yeah. I, I, okay. I guess you don't do it, but like, you oh, know. It, if you had yep. fastball around, dude, oh. That'd be crazy. That'd be absolutely crazy. But I, I don't know. Like, gosh, in multiples is pretty bad, I think. And again, as I said, like, I would much rather pay two mana for expressive iteration than bounce two of my lands that could also, like, you know, just cast more spells later. I think just the way it interacts with Brainstorm is just so broken as well. Like, it's, it is a later game play, but returning lands like Mystic Sanctuary or putting them back for Brainstorm is very powerful interactions with it as well and then just being free in response to wastelands uh, oh yeah the, the wasteland stuff is so nice. I, I think it'd be really broken in delve the thing is, uh, th- you, you think would you, play you like make a good copies? argument for how good expressive iteration is but i'm hearing ban iteration rather than gush is okay mm. I, I think gush is sure. better as well I'm not even sure we would see like uh, uh, like how many gushes do you imagine like in a delver deck i would put four in delver you would I put could, four but oh, they want like, to play days right I would I would put four gushes in Delver, and I think it'd be broken. Like you could play yeah. four gush in four days if you add uh, exploration uh-huh. maybe to your Delver deck. Yeah. No, no, I'd, no, I'd, no, I'd, no. I'd play I'd play all four of each. I think. Really. I really think gush is that good. Like the way Delver plays, like it plays out. Like, at the moment, you're incentivized to play the fourth land because of Sanctuary and then stuff. But like at that point, you're just playing. You're fine to play your fourth land over, especially Sanctuary. Um, yeah. I, I, I think you're undervaluing how good just like a free thing to draw two cards mm-hmm. is. And then what? Like the cost is obviously big early. Like, you know, you might do it in response to a wasteland if you're only lands and stuff. But it is a later game play, but it's a mid to late mid to late game play and I don't know, you just probably always want to see the first one and then like, okay, two but, turns later or one turn later you play the next one and But I, I yeah. don't mind doing it like on, on turn four like when you have like three lands in play which already feels like it's one too many then then you do it you draw two cards and then you replay the land and you're perfectly fine and i guess expressive iteration you only ever do like as early as turn three so gosh it's more like a turn four play where like on turn four it's perfectly fine right mm-hmm. on turn three i'm i guess you ah, would... yeah, actually on turn three it's actually okay it's fine yeah. like the deck delver operates off two lands and it even gives you extra mana. oh yeah actually you know when you think about it like if you it, it, it gives be your you one extra mana yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah it generates mana in a way sometimes yeah in a weird okay, way okay 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 yeah. but the thing is it's already you, so you, broken in doomsday we're never gonna embed it right yeah yeah but let's <laughs> let's just pretend like thasorical is banned then um <laughs> like, didn't you guys notice that like in, in the screenshot i sent you i put like gosh next to demonic consultation just to be just to send like a message <laughs> <laughs> didn't even check oh you went out of your way to edit it oh my god oh, do it <laughs> <laughs> oh you did as well um yeah i don't know what you're smoking uh yeah i'll go on record saying i think this is Okay. Yeah. Then, you, then you're realizing you convinced me. Yeah. Like I again. Like I. I think. I think I'm happy that Gush is in. In. Uh. You know. On, on this list for banned cards. I, I'm totally happy with mm-hmm. that. But I'm. I'm just saying that. Like. It's. It's not. It's not far better than expressive iteration. That's. That's all I'm saying. No. It might actually. Be, it might th- actually. It, it might actually be worse. I don't know. I think it's like that kind of comparable. No. 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 Actually. Now that that I've actually thought about it in my head, as opposed to like I guess in my belly or something i think it's actually way better than expressive iteration and i agree with Callum that if, that yeah it's way better than expressive iteration yeah sorry guy uh-huh. <laughs> no uh-huh. i gotta it's just i don't know it does a ton of things 
And then let's not forget that it's plus one card. Like you're drawing two cards. I think the the taking two lands back is much more of a drawback than it first mm-hmm. seems. Uh, you would probably build like the deck differently. So Expert Evisceration is built towards playing land four and land five. Like you are chaining the iterations then. Whereas Dazes, you just operate off three lands the whole game and you just keep returning them and playing them again. Gush, you mean? Gush, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. And also, it has an amazing German name. What's that? Ka- Kai, do you know the German name? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, pro- it's probably super long. Again. Was- Wassersäule. Really? Was- Wassersäule. Yeah. It's water, basically tower. water tower. Water column. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The plus side, you could play this really sick art, the vintage promo. From uh, yeah, but the original is like Mercadia Masks, and Mercadia Masks is just so true, amazing. True, true. Right? original art is yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, like looking back, it's so funny to me. Like once I became a competitive player, and I looked at Gush, and apparently, it, it, the, you know that phase where you go from super casual to competitive, and you realize that competitive players are playing these super weird cards that you saw back then when you played mm-hmm. in school. You're like, you played this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> My I favorite have, like, one was seven mana draw five. That's so much better, right? I remember, <laughs> I remember so vividly um, being in Devon on holiday with my family mm. and we would go to the uh, a toy shop and I would get like a booster pack of magic cards every time we went there and I got a Tempest pack and I remember opening a Lotus Petal and thinking it was the absolute worst card I've ever seen <laughs> <laughs> it's a land you have to sacrifice and you get to use it once it's absolutely Dude. terrible if, if there was like if there was a Power 9 in Legacy I would definitely put Lotus Petal in there because mm-hmm. I think the card's pretty pretty broken it's so broken yeah, yeah I completely agree it's a broken <laughs> card but I was just like Dude, I'm gonna. I'm trying to ramp to my crush of worms. What the hell? I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I had exactly the same feeling when when I had my cro- uh, first chrome box in mirror in a mirror and booster pack. Same thing. I even got a loser card, dude. That like, just awful, get out of here. Awful. Just play yeah. a land. What are these idiots talking about? Why is it so expensive? Yeah. Amazing. Uh, anyway. All right. Next one is actually interesting. Not like frantic search and earthcraft, where it's like, yeah, pretty bad. Hermit Druid. What do you think, Kai? Can be bolted. It's okay. Julian. I think we can unbat it. It's it's not a card I really want to have legal, uh, but on the other hand, it dies to so many things. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe as well. I think this is the first one we're talking about that's safe that we're all agreeing on and would probably be played and probably be it would be its whole archetype itself. Like you know, there'll be there'll, I think it'd be quite strong as well. But I think this yeah, is think so much. It dies to removal, as you said. You know, people would probably try and play it with I don't know, um, lightning greaves, for example, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, honestly, I believe it. People would literally play it with like yeah. roofs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know. It uses the graveyard. So much graveyard hate exists now. Like back then, you didn't have surgical or fairy macabre or tor- I guess your torment script. But like, yeah. Can can you put it like in a shell with like Thassa's Oracle or something? I don't know. Like you get to play yeah, lands, right? You you yeah yeah. You, so you play like you just can't play basics. That's it. Mm, yeah yeah. So it'd be pretty powerful in the fact that you could just play cantrips as well, and then you can you'd probably. Probably play Dread Return, Thassas, and Narcomibas. Yeah. Like, your biggest but, your biggest problem is you have to pass the turn with a creature in play. And yeah. 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 I think it would be a tier two combo deck. Yeah, I think it would I think it would be decent. Like, not mm-hmm. only decent, like, good even. I think it would be good. Probably not tier one, but who, who's to tell, really? But yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see it unbanned. I like, think that I'd really like... I think this is one of the cards I'd like to see unbanned the most. Oh, you'd like to see unbanned. Okay, I'm just yeah. like... I'm still operating in the mode of if we had to unban some cards i think this is closer to unban than not unban yeah there's a bunch i, I don't know if i, I want like it around i don't think so but i'd like to see it i i can't imagine this being too good at all yeah okay I, I'm, okay I'm kind of a in here I, I, like i don't think it adds a lot of value to legacy 
it's like a, if, it's, if, a if, it's a combo you, deck. Like it's just yeah, different types of combo decks. <laughs> I like. I mean, I love combo decks, but I but I don't think it's like it's. I wouldn't want to introduce like a, a flash like flash even if flash was a little bit worse let's say somehow like mm. if flash had to use the graveyard so you could interact with it that's not a combo deck I'd want to introduce to the format because it's it's got flash it's not a creature you can use removal and stuff it's not a healthy kind of play pattern to introduce even if the power level was okay but hermit druid feels like the power level is fine and it's very easy to interact with like at multiple points I think it'd be yeah I think, I think you would find a way to play it in Fs or something yeah maybe yeah. Um, I don't know. That'd be okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah, me personally, I like to see it. That's all. Um, we, next is Imperial Seal. We talked about that earlier already. It sucks. All right, next one, Library, Alex- Library of Alexandria. This is an interesting one. Okay. Uh, I've seen it do so much damage in Vintage, even though it hasn't been really big in Vintage at all for a long time, right? Mm. Yeah. I, th- I think that this, like, this might be like one of those cards where we have a lot of like different opinions because I personally think that Library of Alexandria is totally okay in Legacy. And, and, he- and here's why, right? Because um, if, you, if you play Library of Alexandria and you use every single turn, that means that you probably don't cast a lot of spells or they better be cheap interaction spells. Right. I mean, you you can still get to do like two cards a turn, right? You get two cards per turn. That, no, no, right. I mean, you, you get to like play a land and cast a spell and then you still get to activate library, right? Uh, Once it keeps going? Uh, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess, yeah. I guess you can, like, you know, so in, in like control decks, you, it's it's definitely powerful, but I'm, I'm saying that um, it is the legacy where people play wastelands. People can also like just win while you keep drawing cards. Um, like those, so those cards you draw, they better mm-hmm. be good at answering threats. Yeah. So I'm imagining a, like basically like a chess guy con- control deck with like sorts of plowshares and bolts. So you can constantly like delay the game, delay the game, delay the game, and then you, I don't know. I'm not even sure. If, yeah, I guess you have to play Force of just because it's you have to. But other than that, maybe even like maybe I'm going crazy here, like Path to Exile. Like you don't care. You just wanna answer, 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 and then your first game against control against combo is gonna be horrible. And yeah, I mean that's basically how Cheskai works a lot of times anyway. But. <laughs> I was I was feeling like the card's fine, and then until you said like Cheskai control might be good, then I'm off it. <laughs> no jokes aside, I think this is actually the hardest one to evaluate, probably on the whole ban list. Mm-hmm. I've seen, I think I've seen both sides, and I'm really struggling to evaluate it. I've seen totally fine and probably not very good. I've seen completely broken, and I I lean slightly to the two good side just because it's. It's one of these things where, like, in in some matchups it'll be bad. Sometimes it just gets wastelanders. Sometimes it's just a colorless land. It's a terrible card late game as well. Like, which as lots of lands are, to be fair. But some games will just be completely decided by it. And it's very you can't really interact with it. It's not a thing you can counter or like remove at all. It's just like in a control mirror. Whoever has like library go is just going to completely win without even trying. It's not going to be a competition. So I think it's just uninteractive. And in the right matchups, it's it's too good. So it's probably not a fun unban either. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, even touch on, on the fun or not fun point. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Pr- it's probably definitely, it's definitely, definitely in the non, not fun at all. Like, because like if you if you draw it as a colorless land, that's not fun at all for for the player. And mm-hmm. then if if you actively use it, then it's not fun for the opponent. Yeah. I'm just saying that the the effect is it sounds really ridiculous, but it it, it like. How often do you end up in a spot where this card is like actually game deciding? It's 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 maybe like twenty percent of the games, maybe. I'm by the way, that's a lot of numbers. <laughs> okay, oops. Let's say two. Kai's like, <laughs> what are the chances? hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. 
Never tell me the odds. <laughs> yeah. I did it, I'm, I'm really struggling to evaluate it. Um, it'd be cool to... I would love there to be some leagues on Magic Online where they just like let one card be legal for a month. It, it mm, oh, yeah, actually, that's cool. Yeah. We'd probably split the leagues of players too much. But if we had more yeah. players playing Legacy Online, it'd be cool to honestly, try that. Honestly, you know what we should do, Callum? Once I'm back and I have to do another trade fair in Hamburg, maybe we can arrange like a show match and one of you guys plays library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I actually, think, let us know. I don't know. I think to, you need to get like a better idea from hundreds of matches and playing. Of course, of course. Seeing it like how the meta see. adapts around it and stuff. That's true. That's yeah. true. But it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah true, true. But um, yeah, I lean to maybe even not even what I mean by fun or not unfun, unfun is like the effect it has on the meta. Like control would just have to play something to deal with it. I guess they play Wastelands ready. Yeah, but, they, or like Field yeah. of Ruin or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My, I lean to probably not a safe unban, but I can. I could totally see how, like, you know, it'd be introduced and then it just sucks. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, I guess the the conclusions that can be kind too swingy. Mm-hmm. Because, if you, like you said, right, if in a lot of matchups, if you go turn one library, it's so insane. And then yeah. at the other time, it's literally worse than basic land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool in lands to be like loaming and then dredging and stuff. Yes. <laughs> they, 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 dude, they never have seven cards in hand. Like, what are you talking no, about? No, when they loam, they do. Uh, with, with Loam then, returning... Unless you have, like, Cycle Lands and Loam again and Cycle and Loam Returning again. Punishing Fire, Looming Back Lands. Oh, dude. And then you get to draw uh, one extra card after okay. you already, like, sort of Loam <laughs> No, twice. no, you dredge, you dredge a Loam and then you get to, like, draw three cards. Julian, hello. All right. It's, it doesn't sound that good in Lands. It'd be like a one-off to Crop Rock Fall, probably. <laughs> I don't even think it would play. Would see play in Lands, honestly. Uh, I, could, I could buy that. That's interesting, actually. All right. Next, we have Lurus of the Dream Den. Moving on. <laughs> next, we have <laughs> Malacrypt. Moving on. Wait, 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 wait. Lures of the Dream then? Are okay, actually, we, from... we could talk about it if Companion didn't work. Wait, no, no. Isn't there actually talk about, like, that people want Lures and Serda unbanned uh, under the new Companion rule because we've never seen them in Legal and Legacy? Pretty much so. I, I, I think they're probably okay. They're just people have a lot of, like, just leftover brain damage uh, from, like, when the cards were... <laughs> Dude, so seriously, if you ever form a band, please call them leftover brain damage. <laughs> like, Alright, I I have lots of brain damage then, because I think even with the extra three mana on, Lyrus would be too good for Legacy. Yeah, it'd be kind yeah, of, yeah, kind just, of ridiculous. Yeah. I, th- I think I also definitely wouldn't unban it, but I think there's enough talk about that we should at least, like, quickly linger on Okay, it. that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. No, thank you. But, okay, <laughs> <me>. okay. <laughs> I mean, okay, to be, to be honest, like, people played Yorian, and... Like, crazy people like Anorok even played Yorian without even anything to flick at just because it's an extra card and you get to pitch it and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I think it would still be ridiculously good and I don't want to unban it, but I pay... Like, it's I worth, it's worth mentioning you're right. talking about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think... Well, Zerd, we can we'll come to soon. Let's, let's touch on it at the bottom. But I think Lurus... Um, yeah, you're right. It's worth touching on. But I think even with at six mana, it's too good. Like, it's... I mean, we know what it does. I'm not going to go off about mm. how it's broken, but it is. <laughs> yeah. Next I mean, one. it's got some positives. Murktide Regent would be banned from the format. <laughs> but that's about I it. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mana Crypt, obviously, you know. Um, Mana Crypt honestly has a case for being the number one pick in cube over like Soul Ring. Like, people already pick it over, over Black Lotus unless you're in a Oh, really? Really? I thought Soul Ring is like. It's yeah, not even close number one. Interesting. I mean, that's that's the discussion, right? Soaring versus Mana Crypt. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there yeah, is Soaring is better, I guess. Yeah. There is an amazing um, vintage cube draft for the mocks one year ago, where um, the German guy, what's his name, old school player, 
Kaibuda? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Same exact thought. He's he's known by three initials. Anyway, he like I can't remember if it was pick one Kai? pack one. I think it was, and he took Blade Splicer over Mana, Mana Crypt, and everyone went crazy, and then he won. Really? Yeah. Because he wheeled Mana Crypt, what? No, no, no. no. He, he, he took... <laughs> oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kicking myself for his name now. But uh, anyway. guy, three initials? Yeah, I'll, it'll come to me later on. And he's like a former pro or something? Yeah, he played years ago. JDM? No, that's Sean Emmanuel Dupra. Begins with a J. Oh, I'm kicking myself. Everyone listening at home is going to be like, it's this guy, you idiot. JPA or? No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. Start talking about Mandrain and I'll look it up because Mandrain's interesting as well. Like, when was the last time people uh, played Counterspell? Like, JPA? honestly, Mandrain is a little bit like communism. Like, people are like, hey, let's <laughs> try it. It's going to be great. And, and then it's really not going to do all that much yeah. anyway. Yeah, pretty much so. <laughs> You can do some cool things, like an interesting, well, interesting or interesting is like you can manage into stuff like Khan. Oh, like, or Shark Typhoon, maybe. Yeah, yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or shark Dude, typhoon. Like, <laughs> like you can't, you, you can't spell something and then you get like a 7-7 seven, seven shark. I mean, that, that's great. No? <laughs> oh, just me? Okay, good. Okay, so Mandrain bad. It's, it's, who cares, dude? Like, like We don't even really cast Chase like, anymore. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that people want to like just keep up uh like it's uh, keep two islands untapped and very often. I, I think people don't want to put monitor in their deck most of the time. Yeah, it's like what, what like even like what are you gonna do? What are you gonna cast with it? That that's the big thing. Like you're not gonna ra basically alter your deck building so you get to use your mana drain mana really honestly. So what are you gonna cast with it? Like Uro, like Minsk and Boo, I guess. But even that's like that's not great. No, I'm not seeing it. No, but on the other hand, I also don't want it unbanned because it's one of those cards that, yeah, I guess if I had to unban it, it would, I would unban and wouldn't care. But I don't know. There's something inside me that hates Mana Drain. Uh, I guess part of, honestly, part of it is that weird thing where you have to go to your, like, your, you always have to announce you go to your second main phase and stuff, and I hate it. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Julian's like leftover brain damage. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> leftover brain damage from playing Vintage. <laughs> like, I've seen people argue about which main phase it was. Like, oh, oh is this the first or second yeah. main phase? I hate it. Dude, that so is much. the actual worst when you go, like, hey, um, I purposely go to my second main phase and cast something. Yeah. Oh, God. And I hate that. And yeah, I've seen dude. that so many times and I don't want that back. All right, I've got the player, Jan Moritz Merkel. Oh, dude, dude, that's way. That's like from way back, right? Yeah, yeah, but he, he won the mocks a couple of years ago. And was he, he ever known by his initials? JMM. Really? He is currently. He's he's like crushing lots of arena things now. But uh, okay. Anyway, let's come back to me. Cool. Oh, maybe. I'm, oh no, I, I confused him for Marco Blume. But that was anyway. I, I, yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so Mandrain, I I agree with you guys. I think I think it could totally come off, and it would not be very good. So yeah, it would suck. Yeah. All right, Mana Vault is same. Like uh, the art, the fast artifact. Man, I'm just going to say the name and just know. Yeah. Uh, but memory, the thing is like. Memory Mana Vault's oh, broken. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, okay. It's it costs ad nauseum. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, you get. Yeah, okay, okay. It comes off going. Saga. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. That's actually insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, also just, it's also just like broken. Yeah. Um, okay, anyway. <laughs> I, we're going to put an asterisk to that. I, like, I was actually really? thinking, like, what are we going to do with Mana Vault? Cast Khan. Yeah. Cast Ad Nauseum. 
I mean, um, you can you can already Dark Ritual into those cards. I mean, yes, yeah. you can play it in the first turn and store it, but yeah, you can cast off Ancient Tomb. I mean, that's yeah, also that, that, honestly, honestly, Ancient Tomb. Okay, you, now you got me. Okay, now now I'm with you. Like you can't cast off Ancient Tomb, and that's actually four mana on the first turn. And now I don't want to unbend it. Like I didn't want to unbend it before, cool. but I thought like. What are we really gonna cast with it? But ancient tomb. Okay, sure. Yeah, You're just thinking like, oh, I can cast Nessa Vital Force with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well, dude. <laughs> you gotta cast powerful cards. <laughs> no, the thing is, like, we we know these cards in like in like Academy Shells, right? And, yeah. and stuff like that, and that's not a thing in Legacy. So I just think of this with like Echo of Eons decks as well. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Hull breaches and all that stuff. Cool. Um, memory Jar. Let's Dude, make Kai go first. Yeah, Jaws, Jaws is bad. I, I, I almost want to group um, a lot of like those draw sevens together. Yeah. Because I, I, I put quite quite a few of them in, on the in the list for the okay to unban. It's like Wheel of Fortune, Time Twister, uh, uh, the Memory Jar itself, and even something like Windfall. Also, mm -hmm. like those are. I think those cards are actively pretty bad for you because because both draw both players draw seven cards, but you tap three mana for that effect, right? So unless you do, you continue with something ridiculous on the same turn, your opponent's gonna do their action first, and which I think is just, it's just not very good, mm -hmm. right? Um, obviously you can you can pair it with things like a Narset or Hull Breacher, but then again, you know, Days Undoing does already exist. And also like LED plus Echo of Aeons uh, exists, and that's literally Black Lotus into Time Twister, and like those cards are okay. So uh, I don't know, like Memory Jar, I think it's just, Way too over overpriced. Like uh, five mm -hmm. mana is just way too much. And those Wheel of Fortune effects, like three mana. If you if you want to cast three mana, draw sevens. I think first of all, I think the games will be pretty pretty fun because I, I I personally like draw sevens. I think that they add a lot of value to, to games, but they're not particularly strong. That's what I'm saying. I agree. I'll say yeah. Jar is probably the worst of them. I feel like. Yeah, I was gonna I, say should we like rank all four of them? Yeah, that's. So I think. So what's the best then? I think so Wheel what, is the best by far. I think it's the only one that I wouldn't want to see unbanned because it just plays so well in the already pretty strong like the Epic Gamble. I think it's just not that, that pyroblasted. No, yeah, I think discarding as well is just a big positive for decks that would use Pass and Flames and mm -hmm. stuff like that as well. Um, yeah, I think Wheel of Fortune is by far the best, and I think Time Twister and Windfall and Jar all suck. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, think I think Memory Jar is even lower than the other two. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think Memory Jar is the bottom, then Windfall, then Time Twister, right. and then Wheel at the top. Like yeah. I think Time Twister is even worse than Echo, definitely. Oh, it, like remember that Time Twi uh, the Time Twister used to be um, a card to uh, reset dredge decks, for example. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? I know. So <laughs> You know what happened to me when I played Tretch in one of my very first tournaments? I went Bazaar Go, my opponent cast Wheel of Fortune, and eventually passed the turn back to me. Oh no! Oh god! I had a lot of fun. And there's just still some remains of that person at the venue. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Cool. So yeah, um, kind I think of funny, like right? I agreement here with the draw how, how these sweet effects yeah, are, yeah. are not as good as... Uh, yeah, you know, I would always approach it from the other side. If they were legal right now, and of course it's super hard to tell, but I don't think we'd really be talking about a lot of them. I, I can't the, imagine so. Yeah, bandworthy. There's like people play one um, Days Undoing in some Narset shells as like just a way to interact unfairly against decks that go bigger or combo decks. So maybe you'd see like one Time Twister in Grixis or Bandit Control, whatever, but it's not. Any, it's not really that much better than Days Undoing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I guess you you get to play the deck that plays eight, um, basically three mana days and doing effects and eight Narset slash Highbreach effects. Yeah, but I think Echo is just better than right. Time Twister and Windfall. Like, isn't isn't Echo like easier to cast because of Lionside Diamond? And, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, right? but you also have to do, you don't have to discard your hand. But yeah, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, Julian, <laughs> like you, you don't cast draw sevens if your hand is really good. No, I guess right? <laughs> no, no. But in those decks, the idea is you cast draw sevens as you have like Narset or um, Hybrid Champ play, right? And then you can even fight over it, and mm-hmm. then you just win. So with right. Ancient Tomb, mm, I think there's there's a deck there, and I have a hard time actually estimating how good it would be. But my gut feeling is, at least from memory char, it's certainly just like unbanned, whatever, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. five yeah. mana. Like, yeah. Yeah. let me have some fun with Goblin Welder, goddammit. Right. <laughs> it's also so weird to to resolve because then you have to like when you pass back you put back the hand you get your original hand back and yeah. once you have like used several um, memory chars then yeah okay well it yeah. doesn't really matter I guess <laughs> cool uh, mental misstep <laughs> moving quickly onwards you guys uh, agree the thing is nope. I didn't I didn't no, hate no the comment. meta game I didn't hate the meta game that we played in mental misstep meta. this is your dig through time yeah in a way but <laughs> on the other hand I. I was happy to see it. Not like I was rather happy to see it go, but I also learned so much during it. So I'd rather not have it legal. But also, Leg- legacy was quite slow during that time. Right? Yeah, like, I mean that's the whole idea of mental misstep, right? You you get yeah. to counter the four drop without like having to pay mana for it. So you overall like everything gets a little bit slower, and that's that's what it did, and that's what we did back then. Legacy, but yeah, honestly, yeah. Basically, the, the downside of Dick Through Time is uh, from Dick Through Time. <laughs> the downside of Metal Mist, of course, is that we basically everybody plays it, and it makes it feel like we all start like with six or five cards in hand instead of seven or six. So, in, this, in that way, it adds more variance. Yeah, this was one of the biggest complaints from well, the only real complaint from the Unchained thing we did was like everyone just said I felt like I had to just play Misstep or exactly. yeah, yeah. That being said, though, I, I I love love the one-off mental misstep you can play in vintage because like that men, uh, mental misstep is usually like, super clutch in most of the games. Like when, when you misstep something like an ancestral or even a power blast or something, you know, like those. Yeah, yeah there's a trick. Cool, cool it, moments. But like if 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 you have too many of those uh, mental missteps and same for your opponent, like you know, there's like a certain play pattern that just keeps rotating mm. the whole time. Yeah. All right. Um, mind twist. I reckon we're probably all gonna feel similarly Dude, about this. That's a pretty, that's a pretty weak magic card. Yeah, twist and think, sucks. Like twist really sucks. I I don't know when it uh, be, why it got banned, but um, like what's a str- like I guess X four is pretty strong, but you like most of the time it's an inferior um him to Torok. I feel yeah, like it's, it's like a mind draught, right for three for three mana. I think there's the little thing where like you know ancient tomb decks could use it pretty well, but meh. Like, if it was ever good, you'd just, like, <laughs> value. I mean, this is basically much the, the poster child of if it's good, it's horrible, and if it's not good, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but there's there's maniacs out there that love this card. Like, I don't really subscribe to the thought of, like, well, to an extent. I, I think is that everyone thinks it'd be bad, and I think so, but then everyone says the reason to keep it unbanned is it's not fun. But there's loads of bad cards that aren't played that aren't fun as well. Like, it just wouldn't be played very much, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not gonna like 
decide any games that I mean, you were going to win anyway. Remember when Black Vice was bad Legacy? Like, <laughs> it's probably going to go down as one of those cards. I think so. I think so. Yeah. So yeah. I would like I would like to see it unbanned just because people can try it for a bit, and then it's just... I literally don't care whether it's unbanned or not banned. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess if you if you you know what they say, right? If you stay silent, you take the the side of the oppressor. So I guess <laughs> I'm on the side of oppressing my trust. God, disgusting. Kai? <laughs> Dude, I, I don't care. Cool. <laughs> Oppressor as well. I'm for the mind twist. Let's go. Okay. Talking of minds, mind's desire. So this is one that I always thought was like completely broken. And mm. then saw Bryant saying mm. he thinks it actually sucks. And then I'm coming around to that. Uh, we- this is this is a pretty, uh, da- like again, like a pretty dangerous card. But mm-hmm. uh, I, first of all, like if you cast, uh, it, every time you cast it, it it's, it's a blast to cast. It's right, so much fun, like, right? It is super, super fun. Like, you know, be it in Vintage or in, in I guess, the Commander or in any any format where you play it. Uh, I think the only dangerous thing about this card is that, is that like, in a Storm deck, if you ramp up to uh, Mind's Desire and then, like, one of the cards you reveal is, like, actual Tendrils of Agony. Like, it doesn't give your opponent a lot of room to interact because they're all, like, Storm spells. You know what's even right. more fun? Uh-huh. If one of the cards here does another Mind's Desire, that's where the real fun starts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude! And then you oh, mystics his mastery, the minus desire. Oh shit! Twin cast, yeah, <laughs> any of those. Yeah. yeah, I remember when we played Legacy Unchained. It was one of the decks everybody played, but nobody really knew how to properly build it. And I think no. we eventually we got like lazy, and nobody really wanted to innovate on it. The anymore. problem with that is, I think I built the list that everyone just like. So obviously we played, we had too many decks we needed to play and stuff. So that was a mistake. But I think everyone just then started copying other lists, and this one looked really cool. It was really fun. Week. Yeah, mm. so everyone tried this and stuff. And you know what? Like, discarding it to a looting or whatever, or maybe Frantic Surge, and then Mizzix mastering it was pretty powerful. Oh. No, but, I never tried that. I just, like, tried to hard cast it with, like, Seething Song and all that kind of but, stuff. But yeah, you can do that as well. So I think Blue-Red with it is pretty cool. Like, you, I don't know if you'd be Dark Richling this out, rather you'd be going Blue-Red. Mm. But I don't know. You know my favorite Mind Desire deck? That Heartbeat Desire deck that Chris McDaniel played at Pro Trailers Angeles 2005 and extended. I don't Ooh, know that, blue, but that sounds blue like green, such right? thing. Yeah. yeah, blue green was probably the most beautiful deck I ever played. Yeah. Uh, uh, Harvest, ha- ha- Heartbeat kind of with stuff. Early Harvest was, I played it in standard with like Maga Traitor to Mortals. Like, uh, I love those kind of combo decks. Very cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, do you think yeah. we could unban it? Or? I, I, I think it's okay, uh, but I would put it on the watch list basically. Uh, mm-hmm. Just. Yeah, honestly, isn't Galvanic Blast actually better? I mean, you still have to pay mana, but in that kind of deck that plays it, it's it's all, it almost feels free. Galvanic Relay, not Blast. Oh yeah, but did I say yeah. Blast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's five damage on opponent. Or something. Oh, so it's better than mine. So. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Yeah. I mean, Brian Cook has been saying that the the Galvanic Relay is on a, a Red Necro. Yeah, I think. I, I think I would say Relay is probably better than Desire as well. Hmm. Might be, yeah. yeah. Curious to see. Yeah, I would say also unbanned, but watch list. It's it's a it's a very hard one to. Honestly, well. I could imagine that there's like a really really insanely good mind side deck out there that only a few people would play. Uh, but by the end of it, I'm not sure it would be better than Doomsday because I would imagine a you said black red uh, red blue. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me feels like black blue because black has some also has rituals and has some more insane stuff that you can hit. That's true. Maybe it's just better to go Dark Rituals and Tendrils or anything. I don't know. Maybe there's other stuff. I think, yeah, yeah this is one of the cards where the the obvious stuff doesn't sound as good, but still pretty strong. But there could be something like much more dangerous out there. Like with Grim Monoliths and stuff. I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, interesting one. Mishra's workshop. Anyone? <laughs> Are you ridiculous? <laughs> cool. I mean, we still have like four trinisphere and eight above spheres and stuff like this. Is oh so yeah. Stupid. So uh, for, when we were talking about this in our Discord a couple of months ago, we said if you could play Legacy, but each person gets to choose one card to go unbanned. This was my card that I chose. Of course, it was yours. I think this is more powerful than being able to play Ancestor Recall in Legacy. Not because I love artifacts, but I think like four Trinisphere, Chalice, Lodestones, like, What thorns, were they thinking? Sphere. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, cool. Very broken. Uh, and honestly, this this is still from the time when artifacts weren't that crazy broken. No, uh, you're playing like, like, I mean, turn two Triskelion's pretty fucking. Yeah, yeah, but I'm che- but that's still like a creature and attacks and takes a couple of turns yeah. and stuff. Where and even like when Tinker came out, like people were getting like crumbling sanctuary and Phyrexian processor and stuff. Like it, it really it took another generation of like design to to arrive at a point where we got so ridiculous stuff that this is like must ban and uh, stuff in Legacy. I have a Phyrexian Colossus right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking of old Tinker, so tomorrow, uh, quick derail. But tomorrow, I'm playing organizing and playing a like a pre modern tournament. And I can't decide between goblins or like a blue red brew with Tinker and Goblin Welder and Masticore and Fraxy oh, and stuff. I already know what's gonna be. Yeah, dude. I mean, isn't, isn't Masticore pretty pretty cool? Masticore's like, so cool. Oh my yeah, god, dude. Yeah, okay, it's the Godfather of Magic. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but no workshop allowed in that, sadly. Yeah. Um. Next, we have the five Moxen. Obviously, we'll just uh, yeah allow yeah, them. That's those. fine. They're totally fine. Yeah. Uh, Mystical Tutor, we kind of touched on it before, but we, we kind of more went over Imperial Seal. So what do you guys think of I, Mystical Tutor? It, that's much stronger than Imperial Seal. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Um, let me, yeah, just like, you know, just, just to uh, name a few cards, like Terminus and Treaty Angels. Those kind of cards are pretty pretty good with Mystical. It's also obviously super, super good with Doomsday. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, any show-and-tell deck, I would assume. Yeah, it's... I, th- I think I think it would just drastically push all non-blue decks just uh, at least one tier lower because, like, combo decks are super consistent and, and, and control decks can always get the Terminus even as soon as turn two. Yeah. It's wild uh, how, how much of a difference Soulstream and Instant Speed makes, right? Yeah. 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 It's just- Honestly, I could see Mystical Tutor creating a meta game where people start playing Predict again or something. <laughs> or Thoughtscour. <laughs> it's a lot of fun magic, yeah. Thoughtscour. Yeah, the thing is, like, I imagine somebody goes, like, Mystical Tutor, then the other guy goes, okay, predict you. It's like, no, predict myself and respawns or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I wouldn't want to see this unbanned. Yeah, I mean, you thought. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kai, you're not allowed to answer the next one. Uh-oh. Julian, what do you think of Necropotence? No! <laughs> uh, it, it was once famously called the worst card in Ice Age by Inquest Magazine, uh, really? if I remember correctly. Yeah, Amazing. they literally called it the worst card in the entire set, which is probably one of the biggest fails in the history of magic card evaluation, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking about the card as I was walking back today, and I was like, it's just horrible to play against. <laughs> And I mean, it has some. F- it doesn't really have like fail cases because you get get a ton of cards. So I don't want to unban it. I no, think it draw be- draw fifteen cards has a very low. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like trying to remember. And how do you actually get like what? It's so, so stupid. It's, like yeah, it's completely broken. No, the only thing is like the, the thing that makes me think is like why do I never see this go super crazy in vintage? Like I mean, you do it in Doomsday, right? You it's see restricted. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, if I may say something, uh, okay. it's it's pretty terrible against uh, Madness or anything that's super fast. In Vintage. Uh, in Legacy. 
Okay. Madness, it is, it is, policing the farmer the... since 2019 <laughs> or something. I guess it's also pretty bad against initiative. Uh, is it though? Work. Yeah. I, is it for any any against any fast deck? So in in vintage doomsday, I always take out necro against anything that's fast. So against any hollow one deck, against any vengevine deck, mm -hmm. against any deck that um. They are much faster than initiative though. Like I'll yeah, I'll I, agree I, if you play against legacy dredge, you might be in a bad spot. But uh. I guess I guess yeah. Uh, it's obviously it's dude the, the card is just broken in half yeah like what the fuck you're talking about yeah, it'd be fine if that ritual didn't exist but <laughs> it does so yeah <laughs> yeah cool. let's keep it banned broken um Oath of Druids uh... let me kick off I I think it's it's not that hard to play around and to remove and interact with but it's incredibly stifling on deck diversity in the format and it's still very strong and would just like crush a lot of random creature decks and i mean it'd be good yeah. against delver so that that i like yeah yeah i think there was a it was a kind of like showcase ish thing where there was an argument in delver chat this is years ago when i was still checking it and um matt vuk was saying it's broken and i Honestly, can't, can't remember who yeah. said it wasn't but he's like our oh, money match you five matches let's go and he just put it in a fair shell and it he crushed i think so actually, what do you get? Like you get Crystalbrand, right? That's the tier zero the, or the the level zero player. You get Crystalbrand, or you get like sometimes people get Emrakul, even though that feels so weak. You I might even just get Arcanor Cruelties. I don't know. Oh, oh maybe Arcan, well, yeah. Oh, I was thinking I like Mizzet and if Mizzet Parun now. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Niv Mizzet is played in Vintage. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, last time I played against Olden Witch, they got Inferno Titan. I was like, what nice. the fuck is this <laughs> Have you never cast a Brainstorm with a niv Mizzet in play? Wait, what? I actually have not, no. I've played niv Mizzet in Vintage just in a blue-red control deck. Honestly, like, people no, just no, probably no. get like Shield Red or something. It's a regular creature? Yeah, Holy. yeah. I, I, it was years ago. At, like, was, we were like five to ten people. I used to run them monthly at a pub. Yeah, dude. And I played against Francis. And I'd run to the shop to buy two just to play them. And I went like turn two, like Mox... Second land, Black Lotus, just cast Niv Mizzet. And he's like, mm, well, I've got three forces in my hand. I guess I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, I can, I, can, I can definitely dig it. Um, I, don't, okay, I don't even know what creatures Oath will play because I think it would twist the format around it and then what you play depends on that. Mm. But yeah, I think it's this is one of the few cards where like its effect on the format and like fun to play would take precedent over is it actually too powerful? Because I think it might be slightly mm. too powerful still, but it's not broken broken like lots of the other cards yeah. on the list but it's also just like not good for the format i think it, it it's probably not so good yeah it's probably not good but it, it, what i like is that it, it beats on both delva and motorwide initiative that's like, you know that's like, you know the initiative would just beat it like they source the i was gonna say it, literally like if, if they get oath and with initiative you almost feel like oh sweet that's gonna be like double time walk they have to pass now and then they get Grizzlebrand. i just like remove it and then like caracas for example and then i attack and then I guess then they get another creature, which might be Emrakul, which also probably can't be it. I think you wouldn't play Emrakul in this. Yeah, I don't think so. Neither. Yeah, like maybe Arkan. Maybe actually yeah. it is Arkan of Cruelty, but that feels so weak. I don't know. I think that okay. Here's the thing. I think the biggest strength of Oath would be that you can play a like a proper deck around it that just doesn't happen to play other creatures. Yeah, you'd you'd play like Swords and Ending and Cantrips and stuff, and you'd be a, a right. fair deck with I think. I don't know yeah, if you could be like a, but yeah. you could be like a I don't know, like a, a super hardcore 
band control deck, for example, with, without any creatures, really. Just the two fatties and just a bunch of removal. Yeah. Counters. Like, control of... Yeah. Like, this, the, fu the fun thing about um, Oath is that, in Vintage, at least, you can, can go, you can go either Control Oath or Combo Oath, where with, with Combo Oath, you just... It just it's kind of like a Hermit Druid, where you, you just mill all your stuff in the graveyard, and then you go off. I've, some... I played a build that was a Breach as well. So you'd, like, mill your deck, and then you would have a... Gris oh, you yeah. was just playing Grizzlebrands, and then you'd, like, mill a bunch of cards in the process, then you'd draw into yeah. Fast Man, and I cast the Breach, and just go off. Oh, you, know, you know Christopher Alzheimer? He, he's, like, a uh -huh. Doomsday god of old and he played that in German Highlander which is a basically EDH format without a general so just like 100 cards different ones and I saw that in like 2009 I want to say where he literally played Oath in his deck so he could mill his entire deck and then go off with like oh, the wow. graveyard that's yeah. cool so so yeah what are you doing do, do you unban Oath or do you not I think I'd rather I, I, not just because I it might wrap the format more than most other cards yeah I strongly yeah, wouldn't for that reason just keep it yeah out yeah. there yeah alright next is my Maybe least favorite card of all time, Oko. <laughs> um, it's miserable. <sighs> fuck this card so much. Like, how do we even make a case to unban it? <laughs> yeah, actually, okay, let's play a game. You Julian, can't even like you can't Julian, even like, convince us. With it. Convince us why we should unban Oko as a game. Uh, because magic needs more <laughs> sexiness. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, he's a pretty damn good looking planeswalker that that, 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 yeah dude <laughs> alright uh, yeah, that's about it yeah it's like cool. so sassy speaking of bullshit cards Ragavan is next oh god oh god oh god do, do you guys like no I uh, remember that it's been exactly a year I think since the Ragavan ban has it I think so I think yeah, it was Janu yeah, January close. 2022 Sounds about right. Honestly, like yeah. the the best thing about Dragon was like watching people who play the kind of bullshit decks I had the most suffer. While I was also kind of suffering, mm -hmm. but not all that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. it's, it's I... actually similar to what's happening at the moment. Like, so you playing elves, elves was just naturally good against it. Whereas right now, painter for me is quite good against initiative. So it's like a weird thing where you feel lucky about it. But people were telling me that like. Painter was good against Ragavan then because like, yeah I've got Imperial recruiters and like goblins can block and stuff but they still just bolted them and killed me with Ragavan man like oh you say oh you, my three drop okay yeah. I guess you could play it on turn two but still yeah. yeah yeah I Ragavan is another one of those cards if if I guess if I had to if you forced me to unbend twenty cards it might be up there but in in a ten card unbend format I don't think it's there can, can I ask you a quick question like uh, what do you think is strong on Deathrite Charmin or Ragavan just real Deathrite. quick it's, it's Deathrite Charmin by a mile okay. Yeah, okay. Death Rite, definitely. Interesting. Didn't I think Justin Death actually asked that earlier? No, somebody else was. Like, yeah, it was something on Twitter, that? and lots of people were saying, I think Ragavan got the vote as well. But I oh, mean, yeah. it depends on format, but Death Rite is better in Vintage and in Legacy and in Modern. And Ragavan might be better in Pioneer if it was ever in that format. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's definitely Death Rite, I think, as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Ragavan is also just a really bullshit and fun card to play against. So. Yeah, I think yeah. that's another... like even. Ragavan is, is interesting in the sense that it's both like their power level wise uh, with regards to like banning it but also like the play experience is so horrible against it right yeah and then there are some cards like where I guess Mind Twist we talked about where the play experience could be horrible but the power level isn't really there um, yeah. yeah Ragavan just like has both leave it in the bin cool yeah alright next one um, let's not go too deep in it because I know Julian is quite I already know it. what's coming up but, oh. <laughs> Sensei's Divine Talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian has been very, very outspokenly against this card. 
Dude, I, I still can't believe that I was so heavily involved in the first creation of like the first Merkle stacks. <laughs> like, it feels like I built the Death Star and then I defected to the Rebel Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I really enjoy Top, um, but I hate Counter Top. So for yeah. me, I would like Top Unbanned, but Ban Counterbalance. Um, it'd be one of the defining cards of the format back again. That's a little sure. bit like saying, dude, I, I love tanks, but I hate war. <laughs> yeah that's Dude, exactly cool. yeah. exactly that because i also enjoyed <laughs> a, a single sense as divining top in storm but i hated it in counterbalance top miracles yeah same thing Dude, i mean it's it's amazing in painter as well right but I mean, oh yeah yes i mean running tanks over like a track and like doing races and stuff i guess it's amazing but i mean in the <laughs> end war is gonna come and that's gonna be the counterbalance <laughs> i think before saga and like saga can grab on oh i think before saga there was a real case to trying it without counterbalance. I know, Julian, you strongly disagree. Mm-hmm. But I think there was a real case to trying it without counterbalance. But I think with Saga now, it's... it's Honestly, I, w- I, want, I wanted to have a clause where I can actually only activate it once a turn. Yeah. Ah. There's a lot of things you could do, like, yeah. Activating it once per turn would be cool. Yeah. Just, but okay. anyway. So I think... Well, I don't know. Like, every time you, you activate it, you shrink by it. You shrink? You just get, yeah, you shrink by like a, an inch or something. Every time, no you activate it, every time you activate it, you lose 10 seconds off your clock. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I would like to see unbanned and banned counterbalance, probably, just to try. But this is one of the, I would like to try it in a future league or something. Dude, so many people just... would time out so hard on Magic uh, Online yeah, if it was ever legal again. Bring it on, bring yeah. it on. Yeah. yeah. You I, know what was the worst? When, when they had an active chase... And you were tapped out, and there was nothing gonna change, and they still tapped at the end of turn, then untapped new brainstorm, and it's like, <laughs> did you even think this through? No. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's waste some time. I think it's it's it'd be fine for Magic Online because if they time out, they time out. <laughs> if they die, time out, they time out. This is the color <laughs> yeah. of my love. If they die, they die. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, let's talk about a real card now. Sharazad. Oh shit! I thought we were gonna talk about something else. <laughs> it's a real card. Wait, was that really on that list? Yeah. No, I, I thought I had predicted the one that was gonna come out, but now you, you hit me with this shit. Uh, this I think it's banned because you can't sound the, the tables, whatever. It's, no, it's, this is banned because it's the ultimate. This is the ultimate stall out the match after you're up one zero card. Yeah, true. So you yeah. can like so Shahara is basically it's you create a sub game and then whoever loses that loses like five life or something. Like no, it loses well, half, of, half of their half life. Half their yeah, life, okay, yeah. But yeah, you should really play Shaharazad together with Sins as Divining Top, you know, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're talking. Yeah, come back. Yeah, you know the classic Shaharazad, Fark it. Like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, I want to see that on, just on Magic Online. I want to like, see them like, try and uh, code that into Magic wait, Online. What, what if you go like once Desire and can and storm into like three Shaharazards or something? <laughs> There's, I've definitely seen a picture where like this sounds like a deck that kind of would submit as a donation decklist. A hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. You're trying to fork as many Shaharazards as possible. I think um, if you do that, they just like automatically refund your entry for the league and like thank you very much, goodbye. I think I've seen a picture from old school. Uh, maybe it's not old school if it's banned now. I, I can't really remember. But there's a picture I've seen recently at like a tournament where someone was, they were in their fourth sub game or something. No way, <laughs> How do you even keep track of that? It goes deeper. It Imagine goes if the judge comes to the table it's like, oh, is this the third extra turn? No, this is the third extra game. Game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Oh, you asked for a serious one. How about Skull Clamp? It, uh, it's so funny dude that card is so amazing so my best friend by the way he he, he came into our warhammer channel now because he's so he's so deep into warhammer now but that's oh, yeah. just a tangent um 
we played we played the EDH um, Warhammer thingy against each other, and his yep. deck has Skull Clamp. And I told him that this is one of the most busted cards in the history of matching. He looked at me, he's like, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And he, he barely ever used it until I told him to, to use it. And I guess he, he's come around on it now, but it, it's kind of funny. Apparently, this card doesn't look very good to, to beginners. I can see that. Like, Right, I mean, it kills yeah. your creatures, right? Yeah. If I was that ever good. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, as a beginner, you don't see drawing two cards as an inherently really powerful thing. You're looking for, like, creatures that attack them and stuff and damage, I think. Yeah. My favorite story about the card is how it was supposed to be plus one, plus one, and then they wanted to nerf it at short notice. Yeah. And they literally just changed it to minus one without testing it and submitted it for print. Like, imagine, <laughs> like, we're talking about this multi-million, even, like, billion-dollar company at this point. It's just, yeah, whatever, dude. Just, like, minus one. It's going to be fine. Just trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Legacy. What are we going to do with it? Like, is Young Paramounts going to come back? Uh, I'd love to see Young Paramounts. Uh, or or rather, I Ironclad or whatever it's called now. Oh yeah, I, I kind of classed uh, something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool cards. Get off Saga. Um, oh yeah, again, right? Ooh, but again, like super, yeah. super highly dangerous. I think I think Clamp is too good and too well, mostly too dangerous. It's a lot more clunky than people think, but it just snowballs so fast. Like, I don't know. Would you play in elves? Probably. Um, I guess you could make it work in Earthcraft. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I, so I you think... can also you can draw your entire deck while you're also winning. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> my my unchained deck recently was trying to uh with, with the iconoclast, because there are artifact tokens they make. I was using it with Skull Clamp and Talaran Academy and Mind Twist. It was terrible. But I was trying to like make Talaran Academy tap for like ten and then you get to Skull Clamp all the tokens and you keep playing baubles and stuff. But you could yeah. Yeah. Like for me, that skull clamp is like kind of kind of close to like power nine and like all those like super ridiculous spells. Uh, I I don't think you can ever ever unban this this card uh, in, in really any format. Um, yeah, I, I was except in commander, but you know this card is just. I was thinking about using it in elves, but wizards started making like all the elves a lot more buff. Like they X two X two everywhere. They don't die. Elvish reclaimer. Why are you so big? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Deathrite Shaman, you know, like all these. <laughs> oh yeah, this card sucks with Deathrite Shaman, so it's bad. <laughs> cool. So right, yeah, uh, no one ban. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 but I guess you put it in goblins. I don't know. It just draws too many cards. It's that's true. That's true. Yeah. It's, it yeah. I, I'm just like trying to imagine what the best home for it would be because it's yeah. it's obviously so broken. Is the something with hmm. Psy in eight cast and stuff? So yeah, size. Oh, size seems good. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, eight cast Psy. Oh, oh god. Dude, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. And then you can play more like Mox Opal. And they're gonna you, give you more mana. There's like Kai's like okay, just draws cards. Julian's like hmm, Mogwar Marshal, hmm. <laughs> 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 which is also pretty sick. But no, Psy and like Saga fetching is pretty good. Oh god. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Sol Ring, guys, anyone? <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Come on, move on. <laughs> Strip mine? Horrible, horrible, I, I, horrible. I, don't, I don't think we need more than four wastelands in Legacy. Yeah, dude, All right. <laughs> Next one, Julian, take over. Survival of the fittest. Ooh, oh, yes. Ooh, yeah. Hit me hard, yes. Dude, what the fuck? No, seriously. <laughs> Survivor of the fittest, dude. You know, I'm I'm one of the biggest advocates for amending the card, uh, even though like we are, we're not talking about monetary reasons. There are fewer cards in all of Magic that I love more than Survivor of the Fittest. From the artwork to the frame to the text to the to, from the to the set, it's just 
one of my biggest laughs in all of magic and honestly like i had my face where i was actively like talking about it a lot and i was pushing for it to get unbanned and the day it got banned was one of the biggest disasters in, in history of legacy i want to say it's also the only card actually that that's that's something slightly more serious it's the only card that ever got banned in legacy where i felt like it shouldn't have been banned every other card that has ever been banned in legacy that wasn't banned from the very beginning i felt like i think this is like i either thought it was like very good or i felt like this is the right thing to do survival is the only card ever since i started playing legacy which is not from the beginning but almost from the beginning where i felt like i don't think this should have been banned and if it was unbanned today i don't think it would be broken mm. was, was that because of vengevine or yeah okay so they yeah. should have banned vengevine then i mean it's the only it's the old thing of do you do you ban the enabler or do you ban like the the broken thing and in this case they banned the enabler and interesting yeah. so it's like so, so what was the what was your favorite most favorite build like survival build back in the day uh before or after vengevine uh doesn't matter so before Wenchwine, my favorite build was Barn Survival. It's the first deck where I actually felt like I had agency over the game, which before that I, li I literally just like cast my spells and hope for the best, like Gigi Gugu Gaga or whatever you would call it. Right. That was the first <laughs> deck where I felt like, oh, I have Brainstorm and I have mana. I don't cast it right in the first turn. I, I just felt like Barn Survival was so amazing. And that's the, the nature of survival decks in the first place once, once Legacy consolidated. The best legacy decks were those who had like four silver bullets or something like like genesis squee and then literally just like two like iona was the big thing I, iona loyal retainers and then you had like cool. sour of temptation that's it and then you played like four tamagolf uh, four rock swarmonk uh, three vidillion clicks four noble hierarch and that, that that kind of stuff that was one of the very best survival decks the other good survival decks that came along after Venturan was built, like there was basically a discussion, right? Do you play like blue green, like Caleb Dovaldich when he when he played placed I think second in the GP? Uh, do you play like green white with more like Knight of the Reliquary, which was my favorite build, even though I have to admit I think the blue green build was better, even though it, I think it was close. And that was what we were doing in Legacy back then when it was banned. And if I remember correctly, that was slightly before such extraction came into the format. And also I think. We, we always have to think about Legacy before Grizzlebrand got printed <clears throat> and after Grizzlebrand got printed. Because after Grizzlebrand got printed, a lot of combo decks that were more like memes or meme combo decks of people who were like, oh, this is my character, I play combo decks. All of a sudden, those decks were like proper tier two combo decks. And I think Legacy as a whole got a lot more accepting of combo decks compared to when Wenchwine was still like a thing. And I think if we unbanned Survivor right now, and I mean, we did it like in Legacy Unchained, right? And even though Legacy Unchained is not representative of how Legacy would look like because it was a lot more broken, the best Survivor decks, and I predicted that, were green-white mid-range Survivor decks. And I, I still remember, you, you guys remember Eric Landon when he, former host of Legacy um, Eternal, Sorry, I'm, I'm losing my track here. <laughs> Former host of Everyday Channel. He, I, I still remember when Eric afterwards said, this is ridiculous. This is such a horrible card. You can unban Legacy and wouldn't do anything. And I, I'm not sure that's perfectly mm -hmm. spot on, but I think you can unban Survival. I think it's safe as well. I think it'd be really fun. It's a really cool card. It's loved. Um, there's some talk of like, yeah, with Hollow One and Vengevine, it'd be a bit too good. But 
as you said, I think surgical being printed is a huge difference to the format. The whole everything's just faster, more interaction. Yeah, I think it'd be both okay. really cool nostalgically, and it's just a cool, fun card for people to play with. It's loved, and I don't think it'd be too good either. Yeah, I mean, like everyone loves survival. That that I can agree with. Um, I, man, I. I but yeah, back then like we I, were trying to do I, stuff like four Thomas script in the sideboard against that. That, that was like yeah. what we did. Like, <laughs> dude, I mean, I, I I do love some positive vibes here, but I, I'm also like, damn, there's like so much potential to like break it. Yes, and I'm I'm just a little scared of. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a demonic tutor for a green mana. You can use it like multiple times. I'm like I'm thinking like Gaia's Cradle. I'm thinking like any type of reanimator thing you can keep going. Yeah, but that seems that's already like somewhat later on in the game, right? Once you have like Gaia's Cradle going and creatures in play, yeah. and then you have survival. Now yeah, at that point we're like talking about turn three, and that's your. I mean, yeah. the some of the most broken builds used LED and basking Rootwaller uh, to get like a bunch of Wrenchmans um, to play, and I mean that's basically the the madness deck we have right now, like. Honestly, the current meta stack I think is actually faster than what we had back then. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that that that's why I'm a little like you know just back and forth on this card. Um, I'll be I I'll be happy to see it you know back back in Legacy, but I'd, I'd be kind of curious because I really it's a little unpredictable unpredictable mm -hmm. for me at least. Uh, but yeah, cool card nonetheless. Yep. I feel I feel like slightly on the other side. I think it'd be worse than people expect. Uh, okay. It yeah, but it'll be interesting. Like it's very, it's one of the hard ones. To see, like it's one of the things where we're talking about the obvious stuff, where you have the venge vines, the hollow ones, you use basking root wallers and the root, the blazing one stuff. But then there may be something more broken you can do to be seen. Yeah, that, that's interesting because we are talking about broken stuff, and my feeling is just like I want to play uh, a deck that basically. Ah, uh, okay. I, I was gonna say abuses squee because that's in the long run like the fair. Yeah, you're laughing, guys, but that's. <laughs> I think you're you're way too modest here. Like, like exactly, you're thinking exactly. like squee, and like I'm thinking like, dude, what? Like, how can you break this card? Like, you know, as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, we're too slow. Like, that's basically what it comes down to, right? I, I want to build a fair deck, and the only way that fair survival works is if you have some kind of squee effect. But mm. there's so much incidental graveyard hate, even coming off Saga, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might like the activation cost of a green is also pretty big. Like the mana is, is a bottleneck. Like finding multiple greens is always tough. I don't know. I, I think it's quite slow and a bit clunky as well. I guess an upside is you can find endurance like pretty early on for against like graveyard decks oh. and the mirror. I mean that, that but, but that's actually good gameplay. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. Like yeah. I'm making the case for the unban. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julian, stop hating on survival, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And honestly, there you'd be surprised. I think there's no card. That would bring back more people into playing Legacy than Unbending Survival because the nostalgia for Survival. I think there's no card in Legacy that's. Um, I mean, Census Divining Top is up there, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. there's basically like. There's a lot of those, play, those players are still playing as well, the top players. Yeah. I, I, think, so, I think we would literally bring back Matt Pavlik and he would play Legacy again. Like, true, in regular true. I, mean, no, I thought you were going to like mention and he would, Siege Rhino. Like, yeah, exactly. Chain Siege Rhinos <laughs> and stuff. Like, yo, <laughs> Julian, trust me. <laughs> but, like, so do you think that a lot of people uh, quit Legacy because of the, the ban of survival back in the day? Mm, I think it contributed. Uh, I don't think people really like quit Legacy on the spot because a card gets banned unless they. They were like heavily invested in it and couldn't get out of the stuff, but I think it was one of the cards that caused the most casualties, yeah. Oh, wow. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I think we'll probably agree it'd be cool to see Unbanned. If we want to draw a parallel, yeah. that's like yeah. when, when Brainstorm got restricted in Vintage. 
I mean, I played Fauna Shaman and Quirin Ranger in my first Legacy deck. Yeah, that's <laughs> like when, when nice. And that's like and when your parents take away. <laughs> I was gonna say that's like when your parents take away like your video game and you try to play one of those like crappy uh, DIY versions. Yeah, dude. you know, like mobile games and stuff. It's like yeah, it's the same. Trust me. Yeah, okay. Survival at home. Yeah. Yeah. Survival at home, dude. I played Intuition for three wrench mines right oh, after yes. that. Yeah, dude. Remember well, when like two like two wrench mines and one wonder wonder that was also. Oh, but do you remember the was it with guys cradling cloud of fairies as well? Oh, I no, I I, I was a poor kid. I didn't. I was like I was like eighteen okay, years old. Okay. I couldn't afford oh, anything. Yeah, you, you didn't have the twelve euros for guys cradle. Was, sure, okay. no, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only the five bucks for intuition. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cards used to be cheap. Cool. It, it's yeah, not so anymore. I think I think oh, survival God. is my number one card. I'd like to see unbanned on the ban list. Uh, Just, I'm down. For for both like yeah it's it's stronger than some of the other cards Dude, but like we should start like gameplay. some kind of fashion line like unbanned survival and we would sell so many shirts <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay let's do that um cool. Kai can you draw something awesome uh sure <laughs> <laughs> all right next ones we don't have that many we've got a few more to talk about um there's a bunch more cards here but like they're all quick fires so time vault obviously not <laughs> <laughs> time walk obviously not time twister we already covered think it kind of sucks. Dude, can you, but, but sorry to, to interrupt you. Can you imagine how miserable Time Walk would be in Merktide format? <laughs> Merktide yeah. Time Walk kill you, GG. Mystic Sanctuary. <laughs> That's the vintage deck, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, Tinker, no. Nope. Uh, uh, Teleron way Academy. Absolute, way too strong. Dude. Academy is so broken. Yeah, for example, it's... especially since you get to play four copies, right? Yeah. Dude, it's, yeah, yeah. it's busted in half, yeah. yeah. Treasure Cruise, broken. No. Breach. Guys, please. Wait. Dude, I, that's a two, that's a two mana Yarmos wheel, dude. I really about? enjoyed Breach, <laughs> but no, it's. <laughs> I think Breach is the best legacy deck we've ever seen legal in the format. You might actually be right. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Cool. Uh, so no, Vampiric Tutor. This is interesting. Uh, it's certainly uh, better than Imperial Tutor. I mean, uh, say, say, same as Mystical Tutor for me. Like I don't yeah. know. Mm. I think I feel too, the same. It's too, it's too easy to abuse it's things. I think. It's also miserable. Like your opponent goes end of turn, you you a lot of decks don't get to do anything. Right. Yeah. Honestly, Vampiric. The only downside is that it's black, which is like not very much played in like value decks. So I guess we'd only see it in combo decks, but that's good enough. You just make the combo decks too consistent, like reanimator mm, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Will of Fortune we touched on already. Um, I think it's a bit too good. Windfall we also touched on. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Renna six, no thank you. Just no thank you. Cool, Julian. You... <laughs> I, 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 I was wondering. Like, I, like Julian wants to say something. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Like Renna six is one of those cards where it's like, it's really good, but it's also like legacy, like it's top tier legacy good, but it's still a league below the super broken stuff. And I think what mm -hmm. pushes into into like being banned is it's just like miserable, right? If you couldn't play it in a deck with islands, it'd be fine. You know, they really need to invent some kind of mechanic to like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, I think. I, I, guess, I guess it's called Colors, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so no. Uh, Yorgmoth Bargain. I think this card yeah. absolutely sucks and is even yeah. worse than Earthcraft. It is It is harder <laughs> to get this on the field than Grizzlebrand. Yeah, much, much. That's actually true. Like six mana. Yeah, like the, that the easiest way to cheat an art uh, enchantment on the field as well like academy rector show and tell show, and, show and tell, tell, I, show and tell I, I suppose yeah. but you can't reanimate an enchantment yeah but you also don't yeah, get but a, not with that attitude you also like, <laughs> don't get your draw step or a seven seven flying lifelink yeah. yeah 
this card absolutely terrible <laughs> this card sucks yeah and then, yep. we also have like peer into the abyss now which is like more mana but it also like draws way more cards for oh, less so many life. more cards yeah. yeah and you can burning wish for it like you can't is there an enchantment wish yeah golden wish yeah five, five mana. mana it also gets like uh, <laughs> artifacts if you want to yeah nice it's yeah. literally the worst wish of them all yeah oh, cool as you would expect out of void bargain yep yeah, sucks um maybe this is a like there's a card called bargain that's even better that's like Dude, the card bargain is literally my favorite meme card in the history. Yeah, of it's it's your opponent draws a card, you gain seven life, and it's three <laughs> mana. It's, it's fucking three, oh, three that, mana. Oh, that's sorcery. the best. Yeah, that's like the best white cantrip. It's a, Dude, it's I wanted a, to buy, buy buy like a bunch of them and just like hand them out at cheapies or something. Yeah, bargain <laughs> is safe. Um, talking of safe, not Yorgmoth's will, right? Oh, I think you can unbend that actually in Legacy. Uh, fun fun fact though. Um, I so, think wait, 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 guys, he, you didn't take he, it seriously. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I think the I think the um so the, the storm people are playing uh, this uh pair or dice lost uh yeah. which is kind of close to Yagmos will. Like mm-hmm. every time I've seen it, like, no matter what they uh what they roll, mm-hmm. it's kind of like Yagmos will. Uh, and if they, uh, obviously it's it's fine for five mana instead. Yeah. Past flames is also pretty pa- pretty powerful. What Yagmos will adds is you can you can re buy LEDs. Yeah. Uh, so if Paradise is like three green green, then yeah. two black is just totally broken. Oh yeah, it is absolutely broken. Yeah. Um, however, like this, this card, like, you never want to see um, a Yagmos will in your opening hand, though. It's one of those cards. Mm-hmm. It kind of sucks, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think much too good. I've mentioned this right. My favorite part about Checkworth World. Mm-hmm. No. It's uh, you. You kill you, you. Your opponent can kill you with Realm of Obedience. Oh yeah, because it's just like it all gets exiled. Yeah, everything gets yeah. put. To, it's basically a temporary leyland of the void. <laughs> cool. All right. So if oh. will ever unbanned, you know what to play, everyone. Yeah, everybody just like. <laughs> <laughs> the thing it's is, like four hems in the sideboard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. I I love this card. There's such sick artwork and such an yeah. iconic picture. I mm. wish it was like different, so you could we could play that. But such a cool card. But it's one of those cards that actually there are a few cards that scare me almost. Because I had it down as a as one of those cards that the good players play, and even mm-hmm. to this day, I I'm somewhat like I've barely ever resolved Yakmoth's will in like any format. I mean, yeah, I guess that's people don't of... really resolve it very often. They just cast it and then the game ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it's like just the whole aesthetic. The whole card, I'm, I've just pulled it up for myself. The card is just one of the coolest looking cards in the game. Yeah. So it's right. I think for me it's exactly where it is like it perfectly fits and should be just reserve list vintage and that's it and it's just such a cool card yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's one of the few cards left that when i see it it actually still fills me with awe like when, mm-hmm. when you still were a child and you saw like the big worms and stuff totally feel and that yeah that's really one of the few cards that still does that for me you just like it's, mm. it's, it's, it's this bang smack of like nostalgia plus or of just like yeah you just know this thing is so powerful and it is yeah mm-hmm. cool final card guys Zerda. Zerda. Yeah. So, I uh, think... Callum, actually, you tell us about it. Yeah, because, yeah, like, I mean, you played quite a bit of Zerda, I played a ton of it. So, um, I loved it. Really fun deck to play. I think um, the the three amount of extra, like, you could totally get around it. It's really broken because it's not in your hand, so you can, like, discard, LED, use LEDs to have the mana. Like, it really abuses that. And then, if anyone's not aware of how it combos... If you have a Basalt Monolith or a Grim Monolith, you can tap them for mana. And then their untap ability costs two less, so you can untap it and stuff. I have a feeling it's it's a bit too good still, even with the three mana attacks on top. I think 
if you if you said the companion thing doesn't work then it's you wouldn't play it at all it's not good but i think it's still a bit too strong um the shell was really strong the fact that you could just like slam cards and stuff it's it would make some interesting decision like deck building decisions because you can't play it with as a saga and stuff but yeah as much as i love the card and i would like to see it unbanned i could be wrong but my guys it's too strong it's just mm. you i felt like you could just combo so well with it like to, like you're playing ancient tombs and the grim monoliths and stuff and then you can play defense grids and things mm-hmm. yeah see like i i think like when when uh zero was legal i didn't really face a lot of zero decks in in leagues and challenges because everyone was so focused on lures instead mm-hmm. uh including myself obviously like it, it's so I can't really comment all that much on, on Zerida um, herself. I see a lot of potential, a lot of like breaking potential. I think that's everyone's experience because everyone was playing like Lurus decks and stuff. So do you remember their reasoning in the ban announcement? Okay, so it it might potentially just blow up Legacy. They they said that the win rate is too high, but not enough people are playing it, but we're taking preventative action to just ban it now. Oh, interesting. So I've never even I never would have even thought they'd do that, but they just said uh, the know, winner is way you, too stupid. You know what? Like um, now, now uh, if I compare like Luris of Zeta, so the, there's the you ha- you gotta pay three mana for um to, to unlock the, the mm-hmm. companion, but Zeta decks are just already built to pay built, built to pil- yeah exactly. Yeah. So uh, it it really isn't a huge cost. Whereas like Luris decks, you gotta pay honest mana to unlock mm-hmm. uh Luris. You, so I think like Z- like Zeta is like Zeta killed really... Zeta killed turn one quite a lot. Um, against if you know you're not playing its force of will deck, like if they don't reveal Lurus back then, you'd just be right. I'm just gonna think you're not a force of will deck, and you'd you'd goldfish, and you can kill turn one quite easily. Just like Soul Land, Grim Monolith, LED was a win. Oh yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. But oh, you have to discard your hand, but then you'd you'd find something usually. Um, but yeah, so the three mana on top it does slow down the deck considerably. But as you said, it's just built to pay three mana regardless. So you know it would it would win turn two and turn three decently enough. So. Okay, yeah, so let's what? keep it bad. Honestly. So, 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 yeah, so, 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 what's the conclusion, Sensei? Dude, uh, are, are, are you curious? I'm curious. <laughs> what? I would, I would like to, see, I would like <laughs> to see him when, when the super, the future, future leagues, whatever. But I think it's too good. You know what? I think that's totally fine. Like Callum can keep Zerda. I'm gonna keep con- uh, the one in consultation. You know, like everyone's gonna pick, keep, keep like one their one favorite card. Julian can have Earthcraft. Yeah, dude. Okay. Oh yeah, my glasses are for. Um. But I think like the overall. Well, do we want to like draw like a conclusion? Yeah. Um, after after this, because I want to say um, that first of all, as we as we already mentioned, like um, Mids of the Coast is not proactively gonna um, unban cards for no reason, right? Actually, because that, yeah, yeah, keep going, okay? Because I think that that they're, they're just like they're more interested in pushing new new um, new products, new cards instead of like uh, I don't know, like um, reanimating like old gems um and i and for the most cards like uh, like the, the longer I've, I've, I've thought about them like the more i think that they really don't add a lot of good value to the uh to the, to the meta game and i agree mm-hmm. yeah so so actually let's approach it from this way what actually gives wizards of the coast motivation to unbanned cards because when we look back like what have we seen unbanned legacy like replenish and tomb Le- uh, land tax Le- yeah, Grim Monolith, Land Tax, um, uh, Black Vice, Black Vice. Okay, now now we're getting to like the really bad ones, but like from the earlier days from Dragon. Legacy, Drag. Yeah, but that's also like, like the 
What really were the first do. unbands in like Legacy? I'm actually trying to remember. I remember Pla- Replenish, Drum Monolith, and Entomb. Mm. Like what? What gave them the the? I think Mind Over Matter was banned at some point, like as well. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that yeah. sounds familiar. So <laughs> it's so funny to think. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what gives them the, the motivation to unban? Like, the motivation for banning stuff is like quite easy to understand. But what gives them the like? How does the process inside Wizards start? Because there was a time when we saw quite regular unbans in Legacy for a while. Yeah, I don't actually know, honestly. Is that like somebody inside Wizards who... Because that was before the age of social media even. I think the truth is they just don't have the reason or motivation to do it, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I thought I had read somewhere, but I could be wrong that these days, unbans can would only really happen by like community desire or, or however you would phrase it. Mm-hmm. So, right. I, I think if we really ever wanted something unbanned... And I think Wizards is never going to unban cards that were legal and then banned. You know, there's always a difference of, like, there was stuff that was banned since the beginning of the format, and then there's the stuff that was legal, got banned, and I think that's never going to come back, except mm-hmm. for hopefully survival, who knows. They did <laughs> set a kind of a precedent, which totally backfired. Grave no, Troll? For, yes, exactly, for modern. They banned Grave Troll, then unbanned it, and it completely destroyed the format, and then they had to yeah. ban it again. So I think they're a bit worried mm-hmm. about that again, which I get. Not that like many of these cards that we've talked about today would do that, but I think they just saw like, look, we don't really gain much as a company to unban these things. So yeah, on the other hand, like if something breaks in Legacy or Vintage, that's not really like gonna hurt the bottom line at all, right? Yeah, imagine like these unbanned survival though. I know that we said we wouldn't talk about the price, so going through the power level, we didn't think about price. But sadly, I think it will never be unbanned unless they completely like abandon legacy and announce it saying mm. we're not going to support it anymore there's never going to be a sanctioned yeah. legacy event again then imagine they unban it and like everyone spends crazy amounts of money on it it's not safe and they have to ban it again imagine right. if they bring out like i don't know magic 35 and then they like unban the most expensive cards in legacy and they're gonna be like, <laughs> oh and guess what if you spend like ten thousand dollars and the right to your firstborn you can get a chance at getting this or mind twist right <laughs> And they might also sell like proxies for a thousand dollars for a mind twist or something. Dude, Kai, Kai already got hired. Pre-contract signed. Perfect. <laughs> Transferring to a random. Oh, whatever. But you, know, you guys, you know, I, th- I think uh, it's it's good to have also um, formats like um, what's it called, middle school or old school or preschool, modern or like what, 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 preschool, <laughs> whatever they're called, after school club. Um, because like you you can play with survival if you want to. You know, there, there are a few formats, mm-hmm. and um, I'm actually kind of happy that you don't have access to everything in legacy like legacy is also like not the oldest format um yeah kitchen table like, is the oldest format right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess is, is there a competitive kitchen table i guess it's called edh <laughs> actually it's called cedh right anyway anyway that's not kitchen table to mm-hmm. be honest so should we um go into the commander ban list <laughs> <laughs> no i i thought we were going to talk about our favorite conspiracy cards Oh, oh yeah um, isn't there a conspiracy card that copies every spell you cast or something <laughs> yeah there's a, yeah there's a conspiracy card that makes all your creatures cost one less which i think is super broken like i used to drop i yeah i like because uh, a friend a good friend of mine like had this uh in his cube and i used to first pick this every single time and just cast true nemesis for two mana and bobs for one mana honestly <laughs> i think it's that cool. there actually is one that copies the first spell you cast every turn i think that's more broken probably <sighs> 
Love a spiky. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're laughing, but I think the best deck that somebody actually put together in like this hypothetical format was some some fire blast thingy. It was because we were mm -hmm. thinking that you would be able to start with four, so you would start with four of them as your thing. So <laughs> a fire blast would deal sixteen damage. And that then Kai it. comes along and casts Tarmogoy for the first turn. <laughs> yeah, so your creatures can cost four that's, less. That's an all for us, an all one. <laughs> yeah, but with, with that one, your creatures would cost four less. Oh, true. So what can you cast? Tarmogoy. <laughs> still nail. the best, still the best. I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, cool. Guys, do, do we call it a day here? I think yeah. so. I think this is really fun. We. It, like, was, it was really fun yeah. to talk about it. But again, you know... Um, I, I think uh, a lot has changed in, in Legacy over the past like years and, uh, and even months. And I'm, and, and I'm pretty sure that Legacy will also change quite a bit in 2023. Um, so I'm, I gotta say, like, I'm kind of looking forward to like new sets um, as much as, uh, you know, cards tend to break the format here and there um, for a bit. But Legacy was also quite broken in the past. Um, oh, was it? Uh, <laughs> crazy. Dude. So I guess like it's like a never-ending journey, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we keep going, we keep driving, we keep riding the legacy. I mean, that's why it's called legacy, right? Okay, this yeah. is this is quite corny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't co-sign this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you to all the patrons out here. We are ending this segment of Julian is on the road and keeps casting from different places. Next time, going to be back in February. With we figured out, I, I think there's going to be bans in February after we just did this unban episode. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Everybody, thank you for supporting us. Thank you for hanging out in the Discord. Kai, Callum, thank you for enduring this random guy lying on the bed speaking to a <laughs> microphone. This feels, I don't know, man. I can I understand how people make money just you know lying down in, in like pools on Twitch. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Tune into Julian's hot tub streams. Oh yeah, that's what's called hot tub. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and everybody have a good time, and see you again next time. See you. Bye bye. Bye, ladies, everyone. Unban top. Uh -huh.